Good Monday morning, everybody. Hope y'all had fabulous weekends. Welcome into Undisputed. I'm Jen Hale. That is Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. Good morning, guys. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. No, bang the table. <laughs> bang the table. Yeah. Eric, no. Right here, bang on the table. No, 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 no. I did not have a fabulous weekend. I did. You shouldn't. <laughs> oh, you got the break beat off there, but you tweeted about Vanderbilt. Now all of a sudden you a Vandy fan. Well, you must follow me. You must stop no, 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 me no, no, on stop Twitter. Me. Yeah, but I know you were quiet mm. yesterday about the Cowboys. Mm. What happened quiet? yesterday? Quiet. Quiet. I spilled my guts no, all didn't. over no, Twitter, and I'm about no, to spill them all over you. No, 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 no. You ain't got no guts. Green Bay took them all. Yeah. Well, you you picked my team to win. That's Let's all I know. Go, then I knew I was cursed. <laughs> I like being wrong on yeah. those kind of picks. Yeah. <laughs> Let's jump right into this matchup, however painful, Skip. Aaron Rodgers and the Packers beat your Cowboys 31-28 in OT yesterday as home underdogs. Here's what Mike McCarthy had to say about making the call to go for it on fourth and three from the Green Bay 35-yard line on the first possession of OT. You know, we were right on the right on the line for the field goal, and you know, hey, to be honest with you, I, I felt we needed to go for it. You know, I mean, we I, I called it on second down, especially the way the game was going. I mean, it was you know big play uh, penalty, big play penalty, big play penalty. So, um, you know, our thing was just to keep playing. We had good calls. Uh, you know, um, so I'm, 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 I'm fine with the decision. Obviously, I know we didn't convert, but, you know, fourth and three, um, you know, just didn't convert. little Monday morning quarterbacking uh, for us. Yep. Shannon, should Mike McCarthy have gone for it there? Well, I don't have a problem with it because the analytics, you know, everybody loves the analytics. My partner loves analytics, and when somebody is aggressive, Jerry Jones, his owner, they love going for it on fourth down. He says he likes the aggressiveness of it. I don't think analytics takes into account the tempo of the game at that particular time. Yeah, you can plug it in and say if you go for it on fourth down in this situation, you have a greater chance to win. But as Mike McCarthy was saying, he said, look, given the, the way the game was flowing, I felt like on second down that we were going to go for it on fourth down because the game had started to kind of slip away from us. The problem is with the Cowboys, and they this is what they need to address. And I tried to explain to you when they got the, the big D lineman from Oakland. I say, Skip, teams at this point in time, they're not giving away their good players. You see, Carolina wouldn't give away any of their defensive players. They're, pro- they're not going to the playoffs, but they say, we got a nucleus. We got something we can build on. For your guy to get – y'all are worse off. 29th in rush defense. Aaron Rodgers, I think, if I'm not mistaken, threw the ball like six or seven times in the first half. Skip, it wasn't that play. Yeah, we can look at it and say, well, they should. They went for it on fourth down in overtime, and that lost them the game. But that didn't lose them the game. You have one of the top defenses in all of football, and you had a 14-point lead. That's got to stand. You've got to make that stand. And, and I, I was my only the reason why I picked Green, I picked the Cowboys. I was like, there's no way. Green Bay is going to stick with the run because that's the only way because you can't get your quarterback hit if you're running the football. They ran the football. I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think they ran, had 19 rush, 18 rushes in the first half and six, six pass attempts or seven pass attempts, and they followed it up again, basically the same formula in the second half. And Aaron Jones and Dylan did a great job of running the football, but scale penalties and rush defense is killing you. Dak is horrible on third downs. He was 4 of 12 yesterday on third down and four, third and fourth downs, two interceptions. And since 2011, he has the second worst QBR. He's 40 to 43%. Skip, you can't, I mean, you, uh, you can't win like that. Since 2011, he has the second worst QBR. On third and fourth down. Thank you. Uh, behind, guess who's worse? Yeah. Tebow. 
So that, with that being said, Skip, that, it wasn't that play. I mean, we always go back into a game, and we try to look at one particular play and say that lost us the game. But, Skip, with your defense, you had a 14-point lead. Just last week, Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers offense scored nine points. They're going to get 31 on you guys? You told me y'all was so much better. Micah and the Marauders. We're only going to go as far as Micah and the Marauders carry us. True. Okay. Well, Micah and the Marauders mm. carried you to an L yesterday. But it wasn't that play. I wouldn't have gone for it, Skip. You know, I'm a little bit more judicious. Seemingly, I, I guess I, I lack courage going for it on fourth down. But I'm not a real big in the analytics. I'm looking at the flow and the feel of the game. I'm a human being. I'm standing on the sideline. I see how my offense is playing. I see how my defense is playing. How good is my? How good are my special teams? And that's what I'm gonna factor in whether or not I go for them fourth down. Not somebody that's in a, that's never played the game that's punching in numbers. Says, well, if you go for them here, you got a 52% chance of winning, and if you don't convert it, you got a 43% chance. Of, I, I I don't believe in all that bull, Jai. But hey, more power to him. But that play wasn't the play that cost him the game. Hmm. Are you finished? Yep. It is my turn to unleash on what I saw yesterday at Lambeau. I actually, if you remember, first guessed this. I said it was going to be much higher scoring than you thought, and I said it was going to come down to a late field goal and that my guy would make the late field goal, Brett Maher. No more Brett the Fred. He's been very good this year, and he's got a thunder foot on his leg. I said it would come down to 31 to 28 Dallas, and I guess I had dyslexia because (laughs) I don't know what I was thinking because you cannot trust A, my coach, and B, my quarterback with big games on the line. I told you, I ramrodded home this point to you on Friday. This game will be all about, in the end, Dak Prescott. It will be his game to win or lose, and was it? Ever. I told you, Aaron Rodgers is not dead yet. He's got way too many weapons left. Just because he lost Romeo, it does Romeo, Romeo, <laughs> wherefore art, art thou Romeo, I don't care. In the end, he still had Lazard, and he still had Tunyon, who we actually did a good job on. He only caught one ball for eight yards. Right. And I told you, Christian Watson can flat fly. He's six feet, four inches tall. He ran four, three. He just couldn't hang on to the football. Right. And he dropped the very first two throws that Aaron threw him yesterday. But after that, he had a coming out party, much to my chagrin. And in the end, he's actually counting to the crowd. One, two, three. I caught three touchdowns, right? The, the biggest thing Aaron did yesterday, Skip, he didn't jump in. When he dropped those two passes early, and you he, know he smirked at him, he rolled his eyes at him, but but he, but he couldn't see it. Though, Skip, he okay. couldn't see from way back there. All right, okay, you were right. In the end, I needed my quarterback to come up big, and I'm going to throw you one big picture point about my quarterback. The bar got set much higher for Dak Prescott because of what Cooper Rush did without Dak Prescott in saving the Cowboys' season. Would you saw what Cooper Rush? was able to do late against Cincinnati, what he was able to do at the Giants when they were rolling and they're still rolling and they're about to come rolling into our town on Thanksgiving for a big back-to-backer as we got to go to Minnesota and then Giants on Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. If you look at Dak's big-picture career, the reason he scares the literal hell out of me is because in these biggest games – 
He does not come up big very often. If you look hard at what the Cowboys have done over the last three, four years, look back. Show me games, big games, tough games, high degree of difficulty games where Dak came up big and won the game and lived up to his contract when he took Jerry to the cleaners in the bank. Show me. Uh, all I can give you is last year at New England, they walked it off. And he hit CD with a walk-off touchdown pass in overtime and then pulled his calf, of course, and was never quite the same the rest of the way. Other than that, you have to hark all the way back to the one playoff game he's won in his life, in his NFL career, which was way back in 2018 when they traded for Amari. And all of a sudden, Dak took off and they actually beat Russell Wilson in the Seahawks. Maybe it doesn't look so good now, given what's happened to <laughs> Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos, right. but that's the, those two games. If you want to talk about coming up big, I'll give you at New England and against Russell Wilson in a playoff game. Other than that, I dare you to show me another game where you say, well, that was good, or that was good, or that was good. I can show you a whole lot of that was good with Cooper Rush, which is why yesterday I missed Cooper Rush. Aaron Rodgers was teetering. They had lost five in a row. He had thrown three interceptions, obviously, at Detroit. And yet I told you all week long, he's still Aaron Bleepin Rodgers. He has played better against Dallas than he has against every other team. Every, you Show me one, I'll show you that he's played better against Dallas. He's now 8-2 and two against the Cowboys, including 2-0 and oh in the playoffs. And he hasn't been very good in the playoffs, Aaron Rodgers, because he's 11-10 and 10 and only 7-9 and nine since that long-ago run to the Super Bowl. Although the Bears might disagree with you, but okay. I, see, I get your point. No, but, but he has destroyed Dallas, and he has late-game Dallas, and he has clutched up against Dallas again and again and again. There's something about him. He loves to beat the Dallas Cowboys. He loves to stick it to America's team. And I called him, he, he is my Dracula because he just sucks the life out of my team. Every time you think he's dead, every time you have a chance to drive stake through heart, you better or he'll come back and get you. And we had a chance. They were teetering in the first yeah. half and we get the, the turnover early on where he's, Aaron he got strip sack, strip sacked. Yeah. And then if we could just, before we get to the, the fateful fourth down call, if, if I could just show you Dak's two interceptions in the first half, this is where you could drive a stake through Dracula's heart, and you don't because Dak threw these two interceptions. Something this, went wrong because they're talking to Dalton yeah. Schultz on the sideline. Yeah. Something happened, Skip. All right. Something happened. Because if you notice, Skip, C.D. Lamb went to Schultz, and Dak was talking to him on the sideline. Somebody ran the wrong route. Okay. It, you, you either have to run it deeper or shallower. You, you can't get in the way. But I, I got to tell you, it's still on the quarterback because he throws it right to some kid who is like the third-string safety named Rudy Ford who's bounced all over this league and yeah. been with four teams. And Rudy Ford did that, and then he did that. Right. If, 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 he okay. was running like he was driving a Corvette because yeah. he took off on him. Yeah, so two interceptions. Skip, I think this was on CD. Okay. I think this was on CD. I think CD needs to flatten that off and come across the guy's face. Now, that's the second time. Remember Chicago? Eddie Jackson yeah. picked him the exact same way. Now, there's a disconnect somewhere. Either he's looking and saying the defender is in my window and let me go behind him. But if Dak is throwing that ball in anticipation, Skip, you can't go behind the guy because he's going to release the guy before you break. you got to go in front of him. Okay, so you have a chance after a strip sack caused by Demarcus Lawrence. Yes. You have a chance to just drive stake through heart of both Aaron and the Packers because they're teetering. They don't think they're not sure who right. they are. And you let them off the hook. And all of a sudden I look up and it's 14 to 14 at halftime. 
Now you got a problem. So all of a sudden, here we go again, and we we rise and shine. And Dak had a great stretch in the third quarter, and he hit CD a couple times with big throws. Yes. Let's just go ahead and show those two big throws if we could. This is third and nine at the 37. This is uh, three what is it, 346 of the third quarter. If we could throw, this is a third and nine throw to CD. This was Dak's best throw of the, the day to me because he just lofts it up over the defense to CD. This is a big-time throw. This is what, no, that, that's not exactly the one. There's, there's one on third and nine. Down. Yeah, it, it's the one oh, he you're throws. Are you talking about for the touchdown? No, no, it's right before the touchdown play. It's, it's right, that's okay. Uh, th- then the touchdown play came the 35-yarder after that. If mm-hmm. we could see the 35-yarder on the, the deep corner route, to uh, CD, this is – oh, this is the third and nine. That's third and nine. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, no, no, I'm sorry. That's the corner route. Okay, yeah. we got him. Okay, so Dak makes two big throws in that drive, and all of a sudden we're up 28 to 14 with 247 left in the third yeah. quarter. Guess what happens in the fourth quarter in overtime? Shall we? Dak Prescott goes six out of 14 for 58 total yards with no touchdowns and and no interceptions, while Aaron suddenly comes way back to life. He goes seven of nine for 102 yards in the fourth quarter in overtime, two touchdowns and no interceptions. So if if you look at what Dallas did in the fourth quarter in overtime, they they are able to manage only 102 yards, while Green Bay has 187 yards, some on the defense, some on the offense. I needed Dak to rise up and stand off Aaron Rodgers. I needed him to match Aaron throw for throw. Dak disappeared in the fourth let's, quarter in overtime. You say you're, you're, this is your defensive-based football team. Okay. That gave you a 14-point okay, lead. But I told lead. you in this game against that guy because he, he haunts us the way nobody's ever haunted us, in the end it's going to come down to your quarterback having the ball. He had it three times in the fourth quarter. Maybe the last one didn't matter that much because it was just 16 seconds left, but I was hoping for one big throw and one big miracle because they had three timeouts left. Right. But you did have it twice, and you need to cash twice. You need to go get three points, maybe seven points. You need to match what Aaron is doing to your defense by then because I say he got so hot that no defense would have stopped him at Lambeau under those circumstances. Well, Skip, but when you, when you look at it, the question that I have is that when they fell behind, I was like, well, now you got to throw it. Even when they fell behind by double digits, they stayed com- uh, uh, committed to running the football. Aaron Jones was spectacular yesterday. He, he is, he's the he's other cowboy killer. He grew up, most spent half his childhood because they were military kids, yeah. but they, he spent it in El Paso. He will tell you I became a huge cowboy fan in El Paso. He will tell you that he loves to stick it to his Dallas Cowboys. He rises and he shines and he's shown again. And they flipped the script because they ran the ball 39 times yes. and they threw it only 20 times. Yes. And if you want a weird anom- an anomaly of a statistic here, would you believe that my team had the ball 79 plays to only 61 for Aaron Rodgers? Yes. 79, 61. Look at the time of possession. It's flipped. Actually, Green Bay won time of possession 36 to 31 minutes. How can you do that when, when you run 18 fewer plays? It's because they committed to running the football. Right. And if you run of those plays 39 or runs, clock runs, clock runs, Correct. clock runs, and you won the clock. And they wanted to keep that offense off the field, Skip. A lot of their best players, you feel a Campbell is out, the middle linebacker with all pro. Uh, Rashawn Gary, out. Stokes, out. So now. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That's wanna... why I said this has to be a Dak game because the decimation 
in Green Bay is on the defensive side, not on the offensive side. They have plenty of weapons, including Sammy Watkins and Toure. They got plenty of weapons for Aaron. He's a back-to-back MVP. Against Dallas, he's going to be Aaron bleeping again, and he was. So here we go. Dak needed to take advantage of a decimated Green Bay defense, and he couldn't in the fourth quarter. But they did a good job of playing keep away, like you said, 39 rushes. With 39 runs, Skip, is going to give you keep the ball in your possession a lot more than throwing the ball. I don't know, Skip. You, look at you! Look at you guys! You ran it 31 for uh, 159. That's 5.1 a carry. But you got 15, 16 more pass attempts than rush attempts. What the question is? Why aren't you running the football like Green Bay was running the football? Okay, it's a very good question because we do have the ball in the fourth quarter, two big times, and you need to score some points. We get it first and ten. It's all the way back at our 12, but it's 13, 17 left in the fourth quarter, and we did run eight more plays, but we only got it up to third and nine at our 37. Right, and he he threw it to Peyton Hendershot for some reason, and it was woefully incomplete, and we had to punt, and you know what was about to happen. And then we got the ball back late, and I thought, okay, here we go. This is my time. This is his time. Dak, you have to be that guy, and it's 229 left. It's first and 10 at the Cowboy 25 after yet another Christian Watson touchdown. And if we could see the final two passes in that last possession for Dallas in regulation, the final two passes, one goes to Noah Brown, The first one, it's a low snap, but it's to Noah Brown, and it's just covered and low and incomplete. And then we got another one deep. He just said, I don't know. I don't know what to do with it. I think I'll try to throw it up over Jair Alexander to Michael Gallup. It's it's a bad idea. It's a bad pass. It's, It's just wrong, wrong, wrong. And as soon as he missed that play, I said, we are cooked. And yet, what did we do in overtime, Mr. Sharp? We won the toss. What almost always happens if you win the toss? Well, well I mean, they changed, they changed the rules. Okay. But, but what usually you know what you happens just, anyway? I guess, I guess if you're Mahomes, you win, you win the, uh, what you call them, you win the game. Right. What happened last Thanksgiving at home? You, Another travesty, right? right? We won the toss against the L.A. Raiders, and we lost in overtime because Dak immediately could not score, missing Noah Brown on a third down pass. Remember? Yeah. And then here came Derek Carr, who's a disaster now, but he wasn't that day on right. Thanksgiving, right? Okay, so we do get the ball to start the overtime, and now we got Mike McCarthy coming to the, the forefront. So Pollard goes for seven, then he does, Dak did hit CD for 15, and then Pollard goes for seven, but Jalen, uh, what's his name, um, uh, what's the receiver? Oh, Tolbert. Uh, Tolbert. He lines up both sides. I don't even know why he was in the game. Somebody was, needed a rest or something, and he lines up like two yards offside, and he's looking at the ref like, am I okay? No, Bruh. no, flag. Okay, so, and, and then... Connor McGovern gets a, a holding Cody. call that negates a Malik Davis run of 16 yards, and we're going up and back, up and back, up and back. And McCarthy's saying, we're dominating overtime. After the game, he said, we control the game in overtime. No, you kept going backwards. Why is that? Well, you had nine more penalties for, what was it, like 87 83. yards, 83 yards? I call him Mike McPenalty. They, they always lead the league in penalties. Now they're top five in penalties. They're on the way to leading the league again in penalties because they're an undisciplined, unmotivated football team. Yeah, thanks you either condone con- or coaching this okay? Thank you very much. What did we see from Mike McCarthy in his triumphant return to Green Bay? It actually went to his head. He, he actually decided. He was basking in it. He, he thought he was Vince Lombardi, re- <laughs> gloriously returning to the scene of all of his great escapades. If we could see Mike McCarthy before the game, this is several hours before the game, 
That's a Vince Lombardi coat that he is wearing. Yeah. He's trying to show you, oh, I am Vince Lombardi. I'm going to take a piece camel. of turf. He right? got the camel on. I mean, yeah. you, hey, you got yeah, to be rough to wear camel. Normally, yeah. people wear well, uh, uh, the top coats, the dark navy or black. Yeah. He got the camel on. Okay, so he invited 40 <laughs> of his friends and relatives wow. to the game. And would you believe that our man Jarrett Bell reported in today's USA Today that sometime before the game, and he got there like five hours before, that he and Aaron Rodgers actually met, I'm assuming somewhere in the stadium, and sat down and had a heart-to-heart conversation before the game. In my career, in your long career of playing this game, I have never, ever heard of a visiting head coach sitting down with a player on the home team to have a heart-to-heart before the game? Are you kidding me? It's gone to his head. Like, Remember when? Do you remember us? And now he's got to bury the hatchet with Aaron Rodgers. He wanted to bury the hatchet in Aaron's head when he's still there, right? Uh, Skip, but here's the thing. Did you know this was the first time in Cowboys? Okay, well, you're not even... But but Skip, no. Have you ever heard of that before? I've never heard of this, and it was reported that the breakup, it had really gotten contentious between Aaron and Mike McCarthy. He was not happy with the way Mike was doing things on Saturday at walkthrough. He was entrusting that to some of his lieutenants while he was doing other things, and uh, Aaron didn't... But like you said, now, it was a heart-to-heart. They could have had that in the offseason. Mike McCarthy's been gone for three years now. Yep. You could have had other opportunities. Absolutely. You could have picked up the phone, Absolutely. or y'all could have met somewhere and had a heart-to-heart. The, day, the, the moments, hours before the game is not the time to have a heart-to-heart. Okay, I get it. The, the love connection, the confession, or whatever you want to call it. Yep. That is not the time I don't believe. No. Now, hey, some people are like, well, hey, there's never a wrong time. But the man's been gone for three years. Okay. At some point in time in that three-year window, y'all could have found a way Absolutely. to talk, meet, I've never or do whatever. Anything. You like need to do. This has gone completely to McCarthy's head. So we get to third and three at the 35 on that fateful opening drive of the overtime. overtime. Okay. And it's Dak to CD. And I thought Jair got there just a split second early, but I don't think they're going to call this at Lambeau in overtime. But it's a split second early. The, the, the pass is on target, but, but you could have let him a touch more, just a touch more, because yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good, but Jair just made a, a very good play, and it's very close. Again, my heart is saying pass interference. My head is saying no. Can I ask you a question, Skip? If Mike McCarthy, you heard him in there, says he was thinking about going for on fourth down, on second down. If you're going to go for it on fourth down, why the hell you don't run the ball on third down? Good, you only good need question. three yards. Okay. So why not now because all of a sudden? How are you gashing them? You were gashing them with the run more yeah. than the pass, yeah. right? Yeah. So all of a sudden it's fourth and three. And I'm thinking, well, it's obviously a field goal try now from 53 yards because Brett Maher can nail it. They said the wind had slightly switched. I didn't sense on TV, sometimes it's hard to get it off yeah. TV, yeah. that it was high wind. Right. But they said it was fairly significant wind in face. Okay. So McCarthy is taking that into consideration, but he said we were right on the line for whether he could make it or not. Right. But he had already decided, I'm going for it because I'm Vince Lombardi. I'm coming back. I got friends and family. I want to go for broke here, right? Yeah. Well, well, and you got broke. Well, run the ball. Okay. All right, but it's it's fourth and three. But um, no, no, he okay. skipped. Remember that he said in his press conference yeah. he was thinking about going for it on fourth down okay. on second down. You, you easily could have gone for You could run the ball run the to ball Tony Pollard. Third, yes. Okay, because Tony Pollard was gashing them. Okay, here's my issue with the fourth down call. If if you have a clever play that you've been sitting on the whole game, that you practiced repeatedly through the week, and you said, this is our ace in the hole play. This is the one we're going to need for a two-point conversion or maybe a fourth and three. I'm okay with it. Show me something that I haven't seen. Show me that you've got something up your sleeve where I say, wow, that was good. 
It, it was nothing. If we could see the play, Dak just drops back and goes deer in headlights on the fourth and three. Well, it's yo, just, he's about to get sacked. It's so just he deer just in headlights. It it's oh. like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. If, if you don't throw that play on your final step back, something's wrong, something's amiss, then you didn't have a good play. But here's the thing, Skip. On third down was your best play because why would you save it on fourth down? So you just ran your best play. You ran your best play to your best receiver on third down. Well, so it now wasn't you, exactly tricky. It was just a slant to CD. No, yep. But normally what happens, Skip, in that situation, if I'm going for it on fourth down, and that's already in the back of your mind, so I'm sure he relayed that to the OC. We're going for it on fourth down. So now I'm going to run my best play on third down. I'm not okay. saving Why the hell would I save it? Okay. I don't know. Are you going to run some kind of uh, – a zone read to to pitch it to it's, Tony Pollard. It seemed to, do to a lot me of things. that they they were given they ran an option route to CD and Jair Alexander. Did, uh, uh, he didn't back up. He, he stayed, stayed and he drove the ball. Drove. Okay, people say he got there yep. a little early and they didn't call it. But I'm just saying, I just believe Skip. Whatever, if you got two plays, you're going for it on third, uh, fourth down. You're going to run your best play on third down. Because I want to go ahead and get that no, out the I, way. I, I don't want to trust it that on fourth down that we can pick it up if I can go ahead and get it out the way on third down. Mm. So that was their best play. I mean, I don't know of a play on fourth down. Hey, let's throw this ball to Tony Pollard. Mm. That's the play? That's no, the play that, you can't? That was okay, just okay. a disaster. <laughs> that, that was like desperate yeah. measures. So, bottom line, my team in its history with a 14 or more point lead yes. going into the fourth quarter is 195 and zero, but now it's 195 and one. That's my – Skip, your defense got to make that stand. They keep talking about – you remember how everybody was talking about it? We're going to be historic. I mean, right, historic. They got Lawrence Taylor on the defense. They just take the ball away. 14-point lead. You did something. No other Cowboy team. And the Cowboys have been the Cowboys since 1960. Mm. So here we are. That's 62 years, right? That mm. long time. So in 62 seasons, the Cowboys have never, ever blown a 14-point lead in the fourth quarter until yesterday. Mm. That's on your defense. Is it possible we could start using Cooper Rush as a closer, <laughs> like nah, a Mariano nah, 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 Rivera? Whatever, whatever. Like in the fourth quarter, let's put Cooper Rush in because I know he's going to get the game home. You That's what he did. You might have been so far behind, it wasn't a matter. Well, maybe Dak gets three quarters worth, and then we're up 28-14, <laughs> and Cooper closes, right, with a rush. Well. Yep. Well, you better stop, stop stopping the run. You gave up 200 yards back-to-back game. What you going to do about that? We've been doing that all year. Okay. <laughs> well, you're going to yep. be going home early. You keep doing that. Oof. The Packers that likely it. saved their yes. season yeah. here. They're still in the postseason hunt now, guys. Ninth in the NFC. All right. Still to come this morning was Justin Jefferson's catch. Oh, my gosh. I hope you all all saw Unbelievable. it. Unbelievable. Was it the best you've ever seen? No. And has Brady finally got it figured out with the yeah. Bucks? Mm, that and more no. coming up next on Undisputed. When it comes to travel, We all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right. Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew 
soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo, to that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. And I won't back down. The Vikings beat the Bills 33-30 in overtime yesterday. Late in the fourth, Justin Jefferson with the one-handed catch. Kirk Cousins threw down the field on fourth and 18 for the first down on this one. Jefferson had to grab the ball from Cam Davis for the 32-yard gain that kept the Vikings alive. Amazing. I could watch that over and over. Shannon, was this catch even better than OBJ's? Skip, the, the circumstances in which Jefferson caught the ball was more impressive. It's a 32-yard catch. It's fourth and 18. And right now, it's the catcher of the year. And I think it's going to end up being catcher of the year, Skip. It's probably going to win some kind of award with the NFL. Because if you look at it, Skip, if he doesn't make this catch, it's over. The game's over. And this is what, this is what Jefferson knows. It's kind of like a basketball player. Skip. He can't shoot the ball from here, so what does he have to do? He's going to have to bring the ball up, and so what am I trying to do? On the way up, I'm going to try to get it out because I know once you get to the top of your jump, I'm not going to be able to get it. He knows that if the guy has the ball, what does he got to do, Skip? He's got to bring it down. Well, my hand is in between him and the ball, so he's got to bring the ball down to me. So if I can just stay here just long enough, how this ball does not hit the dirt? Forget getting a hand on it, Skip. Did you see? The ball is right here. And somehow he holds on to it and pins it, takes it, pins it to his side, and it's a catch. It saved the day. Circumstances. Skip, look, I don't know what down it was, but it was earth. That, that made the score 7-3. OBJ catch, it was phenomenal. Oh, OBJ. OBJ's catch, yeah, was, yeah, yeah. it made it 7-3. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It wasn't fourth and 18 no. in the fourth quarter do or die situation. No. And also Dallas came back and won the game. Given what he did with this skip on fourth down, now the now the Vikings are eight and one. They're the two seed in the NFC. Told your first cousin. I said, that's not your uncle's first cousin. That's five chains. And really? you saw what he did. You saw what he did. He did it again. Ten points on the road. Remember last week he did it at Washington? Came back and did it again against the Buffalo Bills, mm. who was the number one seed. Mm. Get our man his credit, give him his due. He outgunned him. Mm. Big gun. I told you what was going to happen. This was, this was unbelievable. I'm going to say because Jefferson's catch, when it happened, what it meant in the ball game, Skip, it, I mean, it's hard to say something. I mean, OBJ's catch was great. But Skip, it's the first quarter of a ball game. Mm. And that made the score 7-3. You had, and, and they lost the game. He doesn't make this catch. You're losing the game. They, OBJ made that catch, and they still lost the game. We know for categorical certain. If, if, if he doesn't make this catch, if Jefferson doesn't make this catch, Skip, they're losing. That's what we do know. Anything else we can speculate? Oh, was it the greatest ever? Who knows? I know this. If he does not make that catch, but it was, you know what, Skip? And not to get off there, but it served him right. You know Gabe Davis didn't catch that ball. 
They should have reviewed that upstairs. That ball hit. The, you see that ball bounce like a basketball. So it was right that they got the ball. They fumbled in the end zone and they ended up tying the game like they're mm. uh, taking the lead. But with that being said, Skip, this was a phenomenal catch. I still, I, I still don't know how he caught it. First of all, I don't know how he stopped it from hitting the ground. Okay, that's, that's normally incomplete. Because at that point in time, Skip, I'm just trying to break it up. Mm. But somehow he got his hand in there and was able, when the guy was bringing the ball down, trying to secure it to his body, look at it. He got the ball and he pins it. That's, that's, that's the I know that's the best catch I've seen this year. I don't care. College, high school, pro, NIA, Division II, FCF, subdivision, whatever division it is, that's the best catch. That's the catch of the year in 2022. Hmm. Okay, you made about 10,000 points. I'm going to go to the first point. I'm going to go to this catch versus Odell's. It's not even in the same stratosphere with Odell's. Odell's, again, I give you circumstance. I definitely give you because my team came back and beat them on that night, which I thought was fitting of what Odell's early career was. But the point is, if I just do in a vacuum, which is the best catch, Odell's is completely solo. It is completely one hand by himself with nothing happening to that hand as he goes to the ground. He snatches it. If we could see the Odell catch first, please. If we'd see it one more time, this is all Odell all the time. He actually gets interfered with by Brandon Hughes' car. But he goes up and snatches it with one hand all the way back behind his head, hauls it back in to the number 13, and controls it to the ground as he hits on his back. Okay, now let's go to yesterday's catch of the century or whatever it is, catch of the, the, the all-time catch. The, the problem I'm having with this is that Cam Lewis, who is undrafted out of the University of Buffalo, getting his first start yesterday for the Buffalo Bills, he goes up and he's got two hands on the ball all the way to the ground. It's actually a bicycle built for two like the LeBron greatest block, the chase down block in game seven. It's actually Cam Lewis heavily assists on this catch because he's the one controlling the ball all the way to the ground because I don't believe that Justin Jefferson would have controlled the ball by himself. But because the kid's hanging, hanging onto the ball all the way to the ground, then it becomes a matter of who wants the ball the worst. And what I'm going to give Justin Jefferson high marks for is he just had higher desire to snatch the football. He wanted the ball worse than Cam Lewis wanted the ball as they hit the ground. And he just, with one hand, snatches it out of the jaws of defeat, which are the two-hand well, grasps. Well, probably, Skip, but his instincts doesn't tell him this. He'd have been better off just batting the ball down okay. like a Hail Mary. Okay, but his, inst- but his instincts tells him what? Let me catch this football. Yep. Well, in order for you to catch the football. Well, he, he knows it's fourth and 18. Right. So he's going to do anything in his power to somehow rip the ball away from Cam Lewis. And it went all the way to the ground before he got a hold but of it. But he doesn't need to rip it away, Skip. Mm-hmm. If he knocks it to the ground, the game's over. Okay. That's all he needs. Oh, do. you mean Cam Lewis? Yeah. I thought you yeah. meant. No, yeah. no, okay. no, yeah. no, no, no. Jefferson says, I got to try to oh, make absolutely. a play on this ball. Absolutely. But see, Lewis, Skip, he's getting the ball. No, I, I His got instinct it. says, I got to bring it into me. If you so he's going to bring the ball. He's going to bring the ball right to Jefferson. Okay, remember, Cam Lewis undrafted out of the University of Buffalo in his first start. Yes. So he's not thinking the way you're thinking. No, 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 no. We we have the the advantage of sitting here looking at it cold. You know, we can look at it again and again and again. And I agree with you. He could have saved the game just with a fist. Just just, Just punch the ball, right? Give okay. my interception, though. Okay, all right. Well, <laughs> you said I was drafted free agent. I want to get me out of this. Okay, plus, they had already picked Kirk Cousins twice. Yes. So, so I think they're thinking, well, he throws a lot of balls to us. So right. I'm going to go up and snatch this one over the top of 
arguably the best receiver right. in pro football who has been bedeviling us all day long. Yes. So he goes up and thinks, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. He's got two hands on the ball all the way to the ground, and he don't got it. Right. Because that young man, he just wants the ball, man. Oh, he's balling. He's it, playing it, out of his mind. It, it, it's like he, he's playing out of his mind, Skip. But Kirk Cousins has gotten to the point where it's sort of like Tua with his two receivers. Yeah. It just doesn't matter where he is. You just look for 18 and throw it. It was kind of like Aaron last year with Devontae. You look for 17 and just throw it to him mm-hmm. the last few years in Green Bay. In this case, it's 18 or bust for Kirk Cousins. Can, can we see the first two throws of Kirk Cousins, the first two interceptions, please, if we could see there's one late first oh, and then no, one early third? They were terrible throws. This is the Kirk Cousins that you know and love. This is Kirk Cousins that Dallas is, is now 8-2 and two against. This is Kirk Cousins. He got it wide I, open. I, I, I the dude was wide open. Know. He okay. sailed it on him. Airmail. Airmail. And at that point, I thought, well, you guys are in big trouble now. You're going to get run off the field. And here's the one early third quarter. Early I, third, little play action fake. I'm going to throw it to who? I, I don't know what I'm throwing. He, 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 he's feelings over there, okay. but he does, he just throws it blind. Like he's not that far up the field. Okay. He ran the checks it down. Okay. He hit him early in the game. Yep. Like, he, bro, what are you doing? Yeah, he did get hit as he threw, but still, it was a terrible idea that turned into a terrible play. And all of a sudden, I look up, and would you believe that? Buffalo is ahead in this game. What's it, 27 to 10? Yeah. 27 to 10. Yeah. So it's the reverse of what happened at Green Bay because in this case, the home team in the snow is snowing pretty hard for a while. They're ahead 27 to 10 with 151 in, right. left in the third quarter. Right. And then what happened? Josh Allen happened. Yeah. I've told you again and again and again. You rave about Josh Allen. I, I, I rave about his size and strength and speed and arm talent. He, he's got all that. Yeah. I just don't trust him in the biggest moments in the biggest games because he throws two. It, it, these are unforgivable cardinal sin violations. Well, he did throws, last week, too, okay? through a pick in the Okay, so now he leads the NFL in red zone picks thrown. Yeah. And it's with four, and he's thrown them in the last three weeks. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay, so can we see the first interception? This is early in the fourth quarter, 10-27. It's from fourth and two at the seven. He rolls out, rolls it's, out. You, you can't do this. You just can't throw it to them, and Patrick Peterson snatches that one. Man, and he got two of them yesterday. Yeah, he got two. Well, I'm about to get to the other one. Now, could we see? <laughs> okay, so Kirk Cousins, if we could see on the fourth and goal, it's fourth and goal from the one, and Kirk tries. His helmet looks like it's always too big for his head to me. He looks Look, like he, he looked like he weighed like 175. Uh, no, I he don't can't know get no doing. leg drop. What, what, what are you doing? He didn't well, even come close. Well, why would you even try that play? I have no idea, but he tried and he failed. And all of a sudden, it looked like, well, it's game over. It's game over. Kirk, you, I don't like that, right? <laughs> I, I don't like that. And all of a sudden, Josh Allen has the ball on the other side, and all he's got to do is get it out of the end zone, and the game's going to end, and he lost the snap. It's like he closed his hands early. I guess so. It, he did. It, it, well, it looked like a decent snap. Yeah, he hit it right. Yeah, it looked But skip, but like you said, now he's thinking, man, I got to get this snap and get out of here. He and he did. starts to move before he yep. fully gets the ball. He did. And it hits the ground. And, and Kendrick. And gets... unfortunately for him, they fell on it. Yes. Well, it's it's the ultimate worst thing that can, it, it's your worst nightmare. It cannot happen. You, you just gave them a flip scored touchdown. Right. And all of a sudden I look up and wait a second, it's 30 to 30. So, I'm sorry, it's 30 to 27. So he drives them down, and they got the field goal thanks to the, the play that wasn't overturned. To right. Gabe, Gabe Davis. Davis. Get I mean, that ball, hit the ground. You can see that. It was uh, the Gabe Davis play was what is 24 seconds left, second and two at the 40. 
And, you know, you can't challenge it, so it's got to be a, a, a booth review. Can that ball hit the ground? Blatant. This ball hit the ground. Watch this ball. It dribbles blatant. like a basketball. Come blatant, on. Look at this. Blatant, 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 blatant. Come on, man. Not to the ground. How can somebody in New York not say, stop it? Blow the whistle. They stop it all okay. the time. Okay. They you, do it all the time. Okay. And, and Buffalo, to its credit, went to the line of scrimmage and ran a play. Yes. And all of a sudden, I'm saying, what? wait a second. Because we didn't even get to see the replay until after Buffalo had run a play. And then, obviously, it's too late. Right. So they get the little chip shot. Now it's 30-all. And then we go into overtime. And I, I got to show you one play. The, the play of the game, to me, it, and I, I know the catch was a huge play, but the, the third and 10 at the 26 in overtime – they're third and 10 at the Buffalo 26. And Kirk Cousins just drops back and says, I don't know where 18 is, but I'm going to find him and just throw it somewhere in his direction. It looks like he's at least doubled, if not triple covered. And, and Cousins just says, watch this. I, I, I don't even care. I'll just throw it up for grabs because somebody else could have grabbed that. And guess who did? It does look like they're playing two man. Yeah. Because he goes release inside. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And he just throws it up. And guess who? Guess who? And the, that's game over, yeah. right? Okay, that's yeah. all you needed. And, and Cousins even gets sacked on a play after that, and they right. went backwards, but they're still in right. field goal range, and that's the end of that. But here comes Buffalo. Buffalo's got one last chance, and it gets to second and 10 down at the Minnesota 20 because, boy, Josh Allen, between the 20s, he can just go up and down the field like nobody. It's just hard to get down. Skip. I mean, he's running. And he's just like, he's looking for linebacker safety. <laughs> he he running over everybody. <laughs> At 250-odd pounds. He might weigh more than he that. Might, he know. might. Okay, that's a big man. Okay. He's a big man, and he played little when it came to what happened at the end of the game because he throws another one to my man Patrick Peterson. What are you doing? I don't that was know. way late. I, I don't know. Skip, that was know. so late. Well, he double-clutched on it. Well, it's over. Back. If you yeah. double-clutch a ball yeah. down here, you better yeah. not throw nope. it. Nope, I double-clutched, and then I throw it, and Patrick Peterson said, thank you very much. We just won the game. Yeah. You just stole the game at Buffalo, and you did it again. And on the plane going home, guess who was dancing with five chains? Patrick yeah, Peterson. Pappy. Okay. <laughs> and he looked a little better than Kirk, although Kirk, <laughs> Kirk looked Pretty good, hey, actually. Man, Pat P, you can't steal uh, first cousin shine. Let that man get his shine back. Yeah, I, I think they should have <laughs> let him do it just because it, it's like their ritual, yeah, you know, that yeah. they feed off of as my Dallas Cowboys are starting to get ready to lick their wounds and go up to Minnesota. We're going to talk about that in a few minutes. But he, here's my point. If, if Josh Allen's going to throw two red zone picks yeah. and he's going to lose a fumble that's, that goes into the end zone for a touchdown, you're going to lose at home. And plus, Skip. He just did this last week to the he Jets. Did. That's why they lost against the Jets. They had to, they, they, they about to go blow the game wide open. And what does he do? He throws a pick in the end zone. He did. And lets them back in. Skip, the reason why I say Jefferson is that circumstances has to matter. There has to be something sure. at no, stake. I, I like, gotta like, give you that. Skip, we've, seen, we've seen far more shots than what Kyrie, but under the circumstances. The Ray Allen shot. It's the circumstances. Okay, I got it. The Jordan, this. They're behind in the game. Yep. He doesn't make that shot. They're going to go be a game okay. seven. All right. If he does not make this catch, Skip, they're going to lose this game. There is no more tomorrow. They're going to lose. O OBJ, Skip, if he drops this play, if he drops this play, it's what? Oh, so now it's what? It's a 3-3 ball game to kick a field goal? Okay. But it's in the first quarter. Okay, but Cam Lewis gets an assist on the greatest <laughs> catch ever. Skip, you know what? And, and, and people are like, well, what? It's easy to say that as you're sitting on your couch. Yeah. He's taught to try to catch the football. Sure. He's not looking. Skip, he's not looking. Like, if I... Brain, if I knock it down, the game's over. He's just thinking, oh, it, ooh, ball, see ball, get ball. 
okay? Because it's like a Hail Mary. Yes. Where in the end zone, everybody teaches, just knock, just it, knock down. it down. Just knock it down. But, but, but your instincts but on four, take But over. on fourth down, it's the same thing as a Hail Mary. Knock it down, game's over. Mm. I'm still not buying Josh Allen, and I'm still not buying Kirk Cousins. So I think yeah. Yeah, everything yesterday was fraudulent. No, ain't not fraudulent. All fraudulent. I, this, well, if you're not buying Josh Allen, you should have sold Baker Mayfield years mm, ago. I don't know about Josh Man, Allen. Man, you better I think stop Baker it. Baker might have caught, pulled off a couple of these plays. Really? Yep. He can't even beat out P.J. Walker. Mm. He can't even yeah, beat out P.J. He's way better. He can't even beat out P.J. All I care about is he's better than Sam Darnold, who you thought should have gone number How do we one know? in that draft. How do we know he's better? We, we Both know. of them on the bench? We know. Both of them on the bench? No, we don't. That no, was we don't. over a long time ago. No. Next question. Guys, fun little backstory. You know, OBJ and Justin Jefferson knew each other growing up. They played backyard football together. OBJ like an older brother to him. So fun connection there. All right, Tom Brady and the Bucks, gentlemen. They improved to 5-5 five and five on the season after beating the Seahawks 21-16 in Munich, Germany yesterday. Brady throwing for just over 250 yards and two touchdowns. He said this game was one of the great football experiences I've ever had. Shannon, scale of 1 to 10, how much should the rest of the NFC fear Brady and the Bucks right now? Zero. A zero? Zero. Because, I mean, what's Ooh. the fear? They're still struggling to score the football. Um, yesterday they were able to do something they hadn't been able to do since the first game of the season, and that's run the football, Skip. You look at them, uh, uh, the White had 105 yards. Leonard Fournette had 57 yards. He left the game, I think, late third quarter with a hip injury. So they had 44 carries, a buck, a buck 61. And guess what? They didn't ask Tom Brady to throw like he customary does, which is 44, 45 times a ball game. Mm. He threw it 29 times. Hold mm. on. What about that record? Kind of Aaron Rodgers. What, what right? about that record? Yep. Did he get the record? I'm happy he didn't get the record. I know you're not happy. No, I, you're not I happy. needed him to get that off his back. Nah, you're you not know, happy. You was hanging oh, over his head. Exactly. He's going to get it. 30 pass attempts. He's going to get it. And there's nothing you can do about it. So you're not happy. So but nice all, try, all he did was throw 399 straight passes without an interception this year. That is phenomenal. Aaron Rodgers phenomenal. threw more. Aaron Rodgers threw more. Four more. He yeah, threw, yeah, yeah, more. Know, I'm glad we got that done. Yeah, okay, I'm not so sure about that. Look. The Bucs ran the football. They were finally, like I said, they were able to run the football better than they have in any other game. The only other game that come close was the first game of the season against your Cowboys. But they ran the ball, Skip, against a team that's 27th in rush defense. That's the Seattle Seahawks. Bucs ran the ball 44 times. That is the most someone has run the football in Tom Brady in the Tom Brady era mm-hmm. at, with the Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. Now, we know Bill Belichick will run it 40, 50 times mm-hmm. if he finds that you can't t- stop, uh, stop it. They picked up 10 of their first downs, 20, 26 first downs on the ground. Give 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 the uh, the Bucks credit because it's like you know what, Tom. Yeah, we've been asking you to throw the ball forty five times a game, but this is not the game for that. They're really poor at stopping the run, and this kid got a bunch of the carries. Now I'm not so sure he'd have got all those carries had Leonard Fournette stayed in the game, Skip, because Leonard Fournette is the starting running back. But once he got out, this kid ran unbelievable. He ran hard. He ran determined, mm-hmm. and um, that's what. And, and they were able to win the ball game. But Skip, the, the Bucks defense, the Bucks defense is really good. Yeah, um, they they were able to shut down Kenneth Walker the third, mm-hmm. who'd been running the uh, the air out of the football. They sure did. Um, they 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 got back to attacking the quarterback. Yep. Devin White was playing with a heavy heart because hours before he boarded the plane, yep. he f- found out that his father had passed. Mm-hmm. So I can just imagine getting on a plane knowing that my father has passed and I got to go and focus and get ready for a football game thousands and thousands of miles away. Yep. And he had one of his best games he of did. the season. Uh, um, but give the Bucks credit. Their defense is going to keep them in a lot of games. Uh, gave up, what, 16 points yesterday. Uh, gave up four, they've been giving up about 14 points the last two games. Mm-hmm. But the, the skip for me, watching the Bucks, 
I've never seen a Tom Brady offense look like this, struggling to produce points. Mm. Only twice have they scored 22 or more points. They scored 31 against the uh, uh, Chiefs. They lost 41-31, and they scored in, uh, against Baltimore, and they lost that ball game. Point scoring is a problem for them. Mm. But the, uh, the problem that the opposing team has is that their defense, you're going to catch, you know what, trying to score on them. But, Skip, they, I don't think they put any fear in anybody's heart. I think the thing is with the NFC this year, there are no there is nobody's afraid of anybody because if you look survey of league skip on any given this is more saying and I know it's, it's cliches but on any Sunday man 49ers say we can run the football Minnesota say we can run the football but I don't think anybody fears Tampa like we normally would fear Tampa or like that first year when they got it going down the stretch and you're like man Tampa's starting to look good mm. or all those years in New England with Tom Brady you're like oh man I don't think they put the fear in people like they once did. Mm. So you're giving them a zero chance, and you're saying that on a scale of one to ten, they're a zero threat in the no, NFC. No, 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 no. I'm saying no. That, that wasn't a no zero threat. It said should the rest of the NFC fear? Okay. I said no, no. Right. They so should nobody not. should fear them no, as a contender. No, no. Are they a contender? Yes, absolutely. Oh, but nobody should fear them. But let me ask you a question: Is Minnesota a contender? Is Philly a contender? Is San Francisco a contender? Sure. Anybody? Okay, then. Well, you okay. said fear. Fear. No, nobody is afraid of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay, well, here's what they should be. On a scale of 0 to 10, they should now be a 9 because that was here we come yesterday. 21 points is here we come? Absolutely it was because all of a sudden, guess who joined the party out of nowhere? A Julio who can still run. Could we see the early touchdown pass to Julio Jones, who had been a ghost since the season opener at Dallas, which they won 19-3? to Could we see Julio, please? On a crossing route, he hits Julio, and he looks like he can still run. Maybe not what he used to be. But But I will take that because they haven't even had that from Julio. They've had nothing from Julio. What is that? That's a five yards that turns into – that's not down the field. Okay. He still can get down the field because we saw the 48-yard bomb at Dallas to start the year. And as he gets healthier, and I'm going to remind you, they are now entering their bye week. They get two weeks to get ready for a game at Cleveland. All right, then another guy who'd been a ghost for much of the year because he's a shell of himself coming off ACL reconstruction is Chris Godwin. Yesterday, he got eight targets to lead the team, and he caught six of them for 71 yards, including a touchdown pass. And if we could see Brady come to about his fourth read, if we could, to throw to Chris Godwin here for the touchdown, the second touchdown pass of the game. Thank you very much. This is Brady looking right. He wanted that, but he comes all the way back to Chris Godwin and throws him a vintage low ball at the goal line, just the way he used to throw it to Edelman and Amendola. And That's pretty him. much the same route. Yep, it's the same route. And Stack, breakout. Yep, breakout, touchdown, low and away, where only you can touch it and catch it, and touchdown. Now, to your point, Brady and company converted 10 of 15 third downs. I will take that. Oh, yeah. Uh, they held, the, the, the defense held Geno and company, who had been hot, to one Whatever. of nine on third down. Yep. Geno did have two miraculous throws late in the game. That was on unbelievable down. Throws, It was just yep. like unbelievable that made it much closer than it probably deserved to be. But look at total yards. It's 419 for Tampa to 283 for Geno and company. They ran 24 more plays? Tw- tw- 24 more plays. That That's phenomenal to me. 14 minutes time of possession more. Y- there you go. Th- that's 
that, that is vintage Brady-esque offense where you are just dominating with a blend of run and pass. Well, guess what? One team had 44 rush attempts, yep. the other team had 14. Okay. So I got 30 more rush attempts than what you had. Because you fell behind 21-3, to three, and Kenneth Walker, who'd just been running wild on but, people, got 10 carries for 17 yards. Yep. This defense can stop the run. It's had some big breakdowns yeah. <laughs> this year, but it can stop the run. It definitely, the, the, the back seven is sensational against the pass. All of a sudden, as they get healthier and Brady starts to get those weapons going and healthier off two weeks off, and you can start to run the ball. And Rashad White, a rookie out of Arizona State, yeah. is pretty good. I'm not saying he's great, but he's pretty good. We even had a Keyshawn Vaughn sighting where, where he had made a big third down conversion on a little flip from Brady when he was in trouble. Right. Keyshawn Vaughn, Vanderbilt had a great weekend. Yeah. Way to go. Congratulations, Commodores. First time in 26 games that they won an SEC game. Yeah. It's hard in that league. Y'all finally, y'all finally got off the snide on somebody's homecoming. Yeah, but it was at Kentucky. I know. Y'all were homecoming. Levis, who's supposed to be it. We, we shut him down, and Keyshawn Vaughn rose and shone out but, of Vanderbilt. Let me ask you this, Skip. How much confidence do you, because we've seen your defense struggle at points in time this year, how much confidence do you have in your offense? If your defense struggle, that if they go need to get 28, 31, 35 points, that they can go get that on a given Sunday or Saturday? I don't think you need to because you ball control people to death. But Skip, but clearly, Brady is just deadly Skip, accurate and you, deadly clutch on third can I ask down. Can question? You did see uh, uh, Kansas City go get 41. Mm -hmm. So someone can go get points on that defense. Okay. We've, seen, we've seen Lamar Jackson. We saw what Lamar was doing going up and down the field on you. So then the question okay, is. You just talked about two AFC teams that we're talking about just getting to the Super Bowl through the NFC. So, so, right? so Philly can't do that. So with Jalen Hurts running and throwing in the RPOs, they can't run the way they run the football. The 49ers with the way they can run the football. Tom Brady yesterday, much to your chagrin, was throwing laser rockets. Laser rockets all day long. Deadly accurate. How many, laser yeah, rockets. How many of them went down the field? Okay. They, they don't have any deep speed except for little Scotty Miller. And if we could see the one throw to little Scotty, it was – let me see if I can find it here on my sheet. It's, it's for 22 yards. It set up the 14 to nothing touchdown, but, but here's a down-the-field throw. It's an 86-yard drive in 13 plays. This is to little Scotty Miller, and this should have been a walk-in touchdown. This is down the field, and what is he doing? I don't know. What do you have to leap for that and, and come down and juggle it? Because he – Just, just yeah. catch it and run in the but end But he's zone. not a natural catcher okay. of the ball, so I, he I has to it. body catch okay. it. Okay, but you can't tell me he doesn't throw down the field. That's a laser rocket for a touchdown, Skip. and it's not. Skip. You show one throw of him throwing down the field. How many shallow crosses? How many swing routes? How many jailbreak screens does he throw? Their defense is really good. It's why I picked them to win the NFC. Not it's a defense. Skill. Okay, I've told you all year their defense is loaded. Skill. When Tom Brady was losing these games, you saying his defense was bad. Well, now they, you come out here and talk they, about the defense is good because well, Tom they got, Brady had a good game. They got run off the field in those oh, games. So which right? is it? Are they good yeah. or are they not good? He was really good. No, yesterday. no, I'm talking about the defense. Yeah. Which is it? They're, they're see, coming alive. They're, they're that, right on time. They got seen, seven games this left. This is what I've seen to happen. I think everybody else sees this too. Anytime I don't Tom think Brady, anybody sees anytime this. Anytime Tom Brady plays well with the defense, but let Tom Brady play bad. When Tom Brady was losing games, mm -hmm. you didn't heap praise on the defense. Mm -hmm. you you blame them for losing. Well, because they were getting, they were giving up 200 yards rushing. Did, so what, what did they give up yesterday? So what None. Was, let me ask you a question. What was Tom Brady doing? Mm. When they lost to Kansas City, what was Tom Brady doing? Do you have any weapons? So no, now he ain't got any. no weapons. Well, now he he got, that, well, do you realize yesterday was the first game all year 
since Dallas that you had Julio Jones and Chris Godwin and Mike Evans all healthy in the is lineup. Is he to go tonight? Since Dallas. Is he to go tonight? Oh, well, come on. Why are you asking me? You're in the Hall of Fame. Is he to go tonight? It, it, you, you answer. You're in the Hall no, of Fame. I'm, I'm not in I'm the Hall of Fame. You. Well, who doesn't think he's not the goal? So, you don't think so he is. So what's the problem then? Okay, when well, Tom Brady loses, he didn't have anybody. Okay. But now he's winning. Oh, it's all Tom Brady. And now okay. you want to throw the defense in as a tackle. Well, I told you all year, I had no idea that he was actually trying to finalize a divorce in the middle of the football season. It got finalized in the last two games. He's looking like 25-year-old Tom Brady because it's lifted off his head. The man scored 18 points ooh, in two games. Ooh, and he looked like the world is lifted ooh. off his shoulders. 21 to 3 over a hot Seattle team. I kept reading Skip, all last Skip, week. Skip, the score was 21-16. Seattle should have been favored in this game. A lot of people no, they, were no, they, Skip, I'm, huh. I'm just saying, my thing is, is that now all of a sudden you heaping so much praise and what you do is that everything is predicated on Tom Brady. Mm. When Tom Brady plays good, oh, they got a great defense. But the moment they lose, you never hold Tom Brady accountable. Catching fire are Brady and the Bucks. They are the most dangerous team in the NFC as we speak because here yeah. they come. Off a of bye week when they can figure things out more and more, they can get a little healthier, he can get a little healthier, and all of a sudden you're in for it. Their schedule is rough down the stretch, but I'm not going to bet against this guy or this team. I still like them to win the NFC, period, end of story. I and I loved what I saw yesterday. Well, we'll see. I mean, loved they, it. They 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 still got Cleveland. Um, Cleveland laid an egg yesterday, but the 49ers. So we'll we'll see. They got mm-hmm. some. They got, they got the one 49ers. really tough game at 49ers. They got mm-hmm. Cincinnati at home. They got New Orleans at home. New Orleans looked like it is unraveling right before yeah. your very eyes. What <laughs> you think? Um, Mixon can run the football here in P Ryan. They can throw it. They might have Chase back by then. Not sure, but they got a. But like I said, uh, uh, the NFC, you still got the Eagles, you got Minnesota, you got the 49ers. Tampa's going to be right there in the mix. Okay, but Tampa's got one huge blessing, and I've accepted this all year long. They get to play in the NFC going south. And again, if you win that, you get a home playoff game. That's all I care about. Yeah, you get a home playoff game. But if Philly just holds serve, I mean, Philly can basically, you know, Lock this division up. They win tonight. That put them three games fully, three in the win, uh, uh, right. uh, the win-loss column right. of, uh, over Dallas. Okay. Do I think that Brady could go to Philly and win a game? Absolutely, I do. I think anybody can go, of the teams that's in there, I think anybody can go anywhere if they play their best football. I believe if Dallas played to their best ability, they can go anywhere and win. I believe the 49ers can do that. Mm-hmm. When, they get, when they finally get healthy, I don't know about that right tackle because all he did was hold and miss blocks last mm-hmm. night. Mm-hmm. But, Skip... When you they say fear, obviously they're contenders. They, any team that can make the playoffs, you got to take them serious because it's it's single elimination. It's a game seven. Mm. But the years passed with Tom Brady, like man, you do not want to see New England and Tom, or you didn't want to see Tom that first year. I, mm. I'm not get, I'm not getting that vibe. I need I'm gonna need to see a few more games, and I'm gonna see, need to see more than 21 points. Mm, that vibe got launched yesterday okay. in M- Munich, and here okay. we come back in two weeks. Okay, we'll see. Yep. Who they got in two weeks out to buy? At Cleveland. Oh. And you said, oh yeah, Deshaun won't be back then. No. Bucks sitting at 500 <laughs> you, you're not gentlemen leading nope. the NFC South. Nobody seems to want that division. All right, gentlemen. Skip, I was worried about you yesterday. Was it your offense or your defense that lost the game? We're going to dive into that on the other side of this break.
This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life, from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges. Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash undisputedpod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash undisputedpod. Your mental health journey begins here. And I won't back down. The Cowboys blew a 28-14 fourth quarter lead against the Packers yesterday. Then their offense just couldn't convert on fourth and three on the first possession of OT. The defense then allowed Aaron Rodgers to march on down the field and kick the game-winning field goal. Shannon, I have a feeling Skip's going to have a lot to say about this, so let's start with you. More to blame for this loss, the Cowboys' offense or the defense? Skip Bayless is to blame because he's a Cowboy fan, and it hurts him so bad when they lose that I love it. Mm. I come out here every day, I rejoice. Can't mm. wait to wake up. Lord, please let me wake up you, on a you Monday. You picked week. Dallas to win convincingly yesterday. I did. Wow. I am so glad I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm so glad I'm wrong. Look, Skip. The Cowboys' defense was bad because you just read the stat 150. What was it, 159 times? They had entered the fourth quarter with a 14-point lead? 195. They had 195 times? Mm-hmm. Cowboys' defense. That's, that's including playoffs. playoffs. All Cowboy history. Scale, but I think we got to – I think if, if we only place blame on Green Bay – we don't give, we don't place any credit for what Green Bay, I mean, excuse me, if we only give blame to the Cowboys defense, we don't give proper credit or enough credit to the Cow, to, uh, the Packers offense. They came into the game. I'm like, they're not going to run the ball. They're not going to stick with you. got Aaron Rodgers. And normally you got a guy paying $50 million who will throw us to a victory. But Matt LaFleur says, we are going to run this football. And you look at how many times the Packers rushed the ball 18 times for 93 yards in the first half. Aaron Rodgers probably had six or seven throws. It's six, yep. They came back out the second half. Mm-hmm. They ran the ball 19 times for 110 yards. So yesterday, and he had 20 pass attempts. Aaron Rodgers, a four-time MVP, mm-hmm. back-to-back in the last two years, had 20 attempts because throwing the football wasn't going to be the way they were going to win. It opens your quarterback up to get hit. Guess how you can't hit the quarterback? When he got the ball in Dylan's belly, when he has the ball in Aaron Jones's belly, mm-hmm. you can't hit the quarterback. Michael Parsons said after the game, until we put this fire, we're going to keep seeing it. If, pe- if people want to keep doing their own thing, we're going to deal with this all year long. We have to be accountable. We have to stay in our gaps. We've got to stop the run. And until we do that, it's going to be a long year. That's what, fo- that's what running defense is, Skip. It's about gap integrity. Now, you start freelancing out there, and them holes get a little bigger, 
and them guards and them tackles be pushing up and double-teaming them. Skip, look, there's some blame because anytime you are 195 in your history and you've never lost a lead in the fourth quarter with a 14-point lead in a regular season in overtime, yep. and you blow that when you have the much better team, but I got to give Green Bay a lot of this credit because Green Bay was able to come out with a game plan, stick to the game plan. They got down 14, Skip. They said, I don't care. We still going to run it because we see the success that we're having. It was just a few plays here, a drop here, a kind of missed block there, a little holding call here. But Matt LaFleur saw something. He said, we can run this ball mm. and, and run it. They did. Mm. Okay. I will frame this by saying my team was a five-point favorite against a team that had lost five straight games. Yeah. And yet the reason I blame my offense a little more than I blame my defense is that I first guessed it sitting right here in this seat all week long building up to yesterday. I told you all week, I did the whole maybe two-thirds the top of my podcast over how Aaron Rodgers has lived to bedevil the Dallas Cowboys. He has played better against the Cowboys than he has against any other team. You can have Chicago, you can have Detroit, you can have Minnesota, you can have anybody you want. I, I will argue with you and I will defeat you because he has tortured my Dallas Cowboys, especially in big clutch games. You'll, who will ever forget that, that home playoff game we had in 2016 after Dak and Zeke as rookies had carried us to 13-3? and three. Mm-hmm. Number one seed. Two weeks to get ready for Aaron bleeping Rodgers, and here he came. And you know what he did to us on a, a, a third and 20, from, backed up to his 32-yard line, and he went to Jared. He went yeah. to Jared Cook on the big crossing route. Right. And all of a sudden, they've got a 51-yard field goal, and Mason Crossbar, who beat us yesterday, made it from 51. It was the ugliest-looking, weirdest-looking snap hook left field goal I've ever seen, and it suddenly faded back right, just inside the left upright. I've never seen anything like it before, but – he did it to us again. He's done it to us in, in the, the Des caught it game because Des caught it, but Aaron came right back at on 26 to 21 and killed the clock over the last four minutes of the game with huge throws to Devontae and to Randall Cobb in that game. He loves to beat Dallas more than any other team on the schedule because they are America's team, and he loves to puncture America's team. And I call him Dracula because he haunts my worst nightmares because he sucks the life out of my team. When, when you least expect it. So I expected him to have a big game because I kept telling you, don't, don't tell me that they're decimated in weapons because they have Lazard and they have Tunyon. And wait a second, they got Christian Watson and they still got Sammy Watkins. It's enough. Toure can run past people. That They have enough deep speed that, that they're dangerous. And Randall, um, I'm sorry, Aaron Jones has been a cowboy killer even beyond Aaron Rodgers, because he grew up a Cowboy fan, and he has told me to my face that he loves sticking it to the Dallas Cowboys. So my point to you was, going into the game, the first thing I told you last Friday was, this has to be a Dak game. He has to rise and shine and play much bigger than he has in many games past. Can I ask you one question before you go any further? If I told you, if I decide here on Friday and say, Skip, going into the fourth quarter, you're going to have a 14-point lead, would you or would you not have taken that? Well, sure, I would take it. And you and you would have said, with Micah and the Marauders, it's no, over. No, I would say with Aaron Bleep and Rodgers, it ain't over. And I tweeted that yesterday because it didn't feel over to me 
because he's just too dangerous. He still has arm talent, and he has too many weapons. And that offensive line is pretty good. And by the way, we're going to get this in a few minutes, but speaking of Micah, my oh Micah, 11 from heaven, I, I have no idea what was happening yesterday because would you believe, let me get the stats exactly right here, Micah Parsons yesterday, he lined up at edge rusher 10 times in the game. He lined up at linebacker 47 times in the game. I, I have no idea. So he registers across the board, zero sacks, zero pressures, zero hits on the quarterback. Mm -hmm. He was a, a, a ghost because Dan Quinn said, I guess either he's hurt or, no, or no. he's too light in the back end against no. the run. What happened, if you look at it, Skip, since Anthony Barr has gone down, mm -hmm. they've had to kick Michael back to his spot. And so now you're taking Anthony Barr. So now you put him back in that spot. And he's not the same guy in space as he is on the line of scrimmage. Because at the line of scrimmage, Skip, he can attack. If you notice, they're trying to get him in space. Make him think about other things as opposed to just like just firing off Gordon to get the quarterback. Nah, bro. You might have the running back. You might have the hook. You might have to drop straight back. You might have to carry up the seam. So I want to make him think as much as I possibly can and not let him. But Skip, you, but you're doing Green Bay a disservice. A season high in rush, a season low in pass attempts. That was the game plan. Okay, but here's the game. Fourth quarter. This is all that matters. All of a sudden, Aaron Bleepin' Rodgers goes 7 of 9 for 102 yards fourth quarter in overtime. That's the game. Dak has to match that because you're up 28 to 14. You have to score some points. Well, skip, about Did we you, score any points? Skip, about, we scored zero. Skip, think about what you just said. You said in the fourth quarter in overtime, Aaron Rodgers had nine pass attempts. Mm -hmm. Let that sink in. Okay, but he hit seven of them for 102 yards. How They're many, all home runs. How many rush attempts? Okay. They're running the all football. Right. Because, Skip, the number one – guess what the number one uh, pass – you guys, hold on. Let me get my, get my stat mm -hmm. right. The Cowboys – They ran right? for um, – 200. 85 yards. So, so they had 102 yards passing and 85 rushing in the fourth quarter and overtime. Mm -hmm. Okay, not bad. But, again, the guy who killed you, the guy who deep-balled you to death – was Aaron Bleep and Rodgers. But Skip, your defense ranked 11th overall. You're 29th against the run. Opponents, what you're going to do is that because you're so poor against the run, I'm going to run the football. You have the number one defense when it comes to pass rank, pass rush. Mm -hmm. So they get after your quarterback. Guess what you can't do if I'm running the ball down your throat? You can't rush the quarterback. Mm. And that's what teams do. You saw Chicago. Now, Chicago just got a little overmatched. They just don't have the weapon. But if Chicago... You see how they ran the football. That's the recipe that the teams are going to use to cook up a dish to beat you is running the football. Okay, all I know is I needed my quarterback to make one big throw, and he didn't make any big throws. He went 6 of 14, which is under 50%, of course, in the fourth quarter. Well, you should have been running the football. He threw for a grand total of 58 yards. My team went 1 of 5 on third and fourth down, while Aaron <clears throat> was going 3 of 5 on third and fourth down. It's just the difference in the game is – I needed my quarterback to make a play, and I'm going to say it again. If you look hard at his body of work, only two games over the last five years has he come up big in big, tough, degree of high degree of difficulty games. It was at New England last year, walk-off throw to CD in overtime. I'll give you that one, and you have to keep going back, 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 all the way back to the only playoff game he has won as a Dallas Cowboy. He beat Russell Wilson and the Seahawks. In after the 2018 season. Show me more. If you can find another big game, I'll take it. But I can't find another big game. From Think him. about what you just said. You said the, the uh, Packers were three or five on third down. That's an indictment on your defense. Those guys are on the field. You okay, told I'm me that's saying, the strong You're going to have to match it. Look, I, I, I don't. 
I don't hold it against my defense that you got done to what every Cowboy defense has gotten done to over the last, how long has Aaron been playing? 20 years? What, what are we up to? Almost. 2004, yeah. 2005? Yeah. yeah. Well, however, he's been doing it to every Cowboy defense forever and a day. So he did it to Micah and company in part because Micah wasn't lined up at edge rusher. But you told me your defense was different this year. You okay. got a different vibe. Okay. But I thought Micah was the best edge rusher in pro football. My, my team feeds off Micah. He is the fire starter. He is the tone setter. He is the difference maker. He can't make a difference when he lines up at edge rusher ten times. So let me I don't care who can't. Anthony Barr, put that, that Jabril Cox kid in from LSU. Put somebody else in at linebacker. So, so let me ask you a question. He's going to stop the run at the line of scrimmage? Okay, well, that's been a problem for all of them. Okay. okay? <laughs> but I'll take it. I'll, I'll just live with it because when Aaron does drop back and when he's going seven of nine in the fourth quarter in overtime, I just need one big sack. D-Law got Aaron in the first quarter one time and stripped yeah. him, right? Because yeah. he is strippable because he's getting up there. He's going on 39 years of age, right? 39 yeah. on December, what is it, whatever. Uh, it's early December, but no, but, is he later? But here's the thing, though, Skip. Yeah. One of the big plays where he hit yeah. Lazard, you guys thought he was going to run. You sell out to stop the run, and then that creates a window. He hits Lazard. and For, Lazard. for the 31-yarder that yes. won the game. Okay. Yes. That was an overtime. Okay. Because guess what? It. You guys, like, we got to sell out to stop the run now, and you create a window. He flicks it, and then here come Lazard off and running. Okay. They're hard to deal with when they, they are locked in and when they are focused and ready. They weren't ready in, in Detroit. Maybe they're looking ahead to Dallas, for all I know. They have lost five in a row. They're teetering. He's pointing fingers, deflecting blame. But all of a sudden, you could just tell he was so smug last week. All we got to do is win a couple of games. And all of a sudden, this thing looks very different, well, right? Well, had they not won that game yesterday, Minnesota was about to, about to cakewalk the division. That's a fact. Now, they still got they still, they on life support, but they still got a, they still okay. got a heartbeat chance and now of Aaron possibly coming Leap back. And Rodgers can turn right around on this coming Thursday night and has got a home game against Tennessee. No gimme. No. But if they win that one, you're going to sit back and say, wait a second. They're still alive. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Right? I, I, I don't know if they can catch Minnesota. Now, something – you know, Grave is going to have to have in the Minnesota for them to catch Minnesota and pass them in the for the division. Yeah. But now you get an opportunity. Now you're potentially looking at a wild card. But Skip, until your defense can stop the run, and guess what? With the exception of Tampa, because Tampa, you know, they had two rush games, Dallas and yesterday. We know Philly can run it. They can run it. The 49ers can run the football. They can run it. So it's going to be very, very interesting to see how you guys hold up. All I the know Giants is, can run the football. Well, you're going to have to find out the Giants can run the football because Saquon looks like Saquon again. He does. And all of a sudden, they're 7-2 and two with a real shot against Detroit of going 8-2 and two yes. before they come to Dallas well, on Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving yes. right? Yes. All I know is, bottom line from yesterday is everybody went into the game thinking it's time for Aaron to retire, and I came out of the game thinking I'm not sure about my starting quarterback. You better be worried about your defense because mm. you told me your defense. You told me the Marauders and you hold up your 11 jerseys. We'll be better next time because now we get Kirk Cousins. Ah, you're going to be yeah. better. We'll get after Kirk Dabby Cousins. could run that yeah. thing too. Yeah, he can run that. Madison, game. run it. Yeah, they can. We got them. Hey, what y'all going to do with Jetta? Jefferson. You still think CD better than him? Uh, go look at the stats of Justin <laughs> Jefferson the last two times that my Cowboys have visited the last two you years. You didn't answer my question. Do okay. you believe CD is better than him? 
because he went in the draft you after know, him. The, the only silver lining to yesterday was it was kind of a coming out party. It was like a top ten kind of party for C.D. Lamb. But the unfortunate thing is that Jefferson has always been out. Everybody yeah. knew who, exactly who he was. Well, go look at his stats against Dallas. He I, broke, I'm, I'm saving him for when we get he to broke, Kirk He Cousins. broke Odell and Randy Moss's record, most uh, 100-yard games in the first I, I got it, except against Dallas. Oh, Should he, be a good matchup go Sunday afternoon if between Watson those two got, guys. What, he got, what is Jetta going to do? Mm. We got to leave this JJ. one here, guys, because we do need to talk a little Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Can he lead he them go. to the Super Bowl, gentlemen? I'm good. I need to know o- your perspective change. on that mm-hmm. on the other side of this I'm break. I too. <laughs> led the Vikings to a wild overtime win versus the Bills yesterday. It felt like a playoff game to me. Beat them 33-30, improving to 8-1 on the season. Cousins finished with 357 passing yards, a touchdown, and two interceptions in this win. Despite the big upset on the road, the Vikings find themselves as one-and-a-half-point underdogs at home next week versus Skip's Cowboys. Shannon, on a scale of 1-10, to 10, how much do you trust Kirk Cousins going forward? I'm going, I'm going to Nate. Um, he has a five-game winning streak, five fourth-quarter comebacks in 2022. That's leading in both categories, Skip. All seven of the Vikings win, and the current win streak has come by eight points or fewer. Skip, there's something to be said for a team that finds a way to win close ball games because you know at some point in time, late in the season or the pl- pl- playoffs, you're going to be in a dogfight of a game. And you've got to have been there before to realize we've been here before. We can come back. Just last week, they were down by 10 to the Washington football team. And you can say, well, they're not that good anyway, so that doesn't say anything. But you down by 10, and you're on the road in Buffalo, and we know what Buffalo represents, and we know what the expectations that they have. And they've gone out and fortified their defense. Got Miller, who yesterday had another big sack. He's finding ways. He's gaining confidence, and his team is gaining confidence in him. Hmm. And that's what made – Skip, Brady – if you look at Brady, how it started, every game he played in the playoffs was a close ball game. Hmm. So as he built out through his career, he's been in close ball games. Mm-hmm. He felt he could win those close ball games, and his team had confidence in him in those games. And that I'm not saying <laughs> Kirk Cousins is Tom Brady, but I'm saying there's something to be said – that when you do something, you feel like you can do it again. That's why people don't stop with it. No matter what, they, no matter what they do, Skip. That's why criminals don't stop. You, you get away with it. They're like, yeah, I got away with it. First cousin say, hey, you see what I did? Mm. Ten points on the on the road. Mm. Now did it. Ten points on the road to Buffalo. Did it. Ten points. Did it. Mm. So there's something to be said for that. And I told you. That's not your uncle for a cousin. Mm. That's five chains. Really? That's first cousin. And you need to put some speck on his name. Mm. But you won't. But you will come mm. Monday next week. Mm. I'll put a speck of speck <laughs> on his name. Just a speck. <laughs> S-P-E-C-K. I'll give you a speck okay. of speck. <laughs> Scale of one to ten, how much do I believe in him going forward? How much do I fear him going forward? How much do I trust him going forward? I'll go to a two. A two? Just because he's had... A remarkable, miraculous year so far. Kirk Cousins is a mirage. Kirk Cousins is made of paper mache. Kirk Cousins (laughs) is made of balsa wood. 
when you least expect it, he will fall all apart right before your very eyes because he is inflicted with what I call the haywire gene. He will throw it to you when you least expect it, and when you most need it, he will throw it to the wrong team. You got that quarterback on your team. Hmm. You could be right, but that quarterback, Dak Prescott, is four and one lifetime against Kirk Cousins. My team is eight and two lifetime against Kirk Cousins. And by the way, before I proceed, could we just show those two interceptions he threw yesterday? Because I think these are signs of things to come. I don't. Signs of things to come. If we could see the two Kirk Cousins interceptions that made him look more like Kurt Cousins. This is an airmail job. What am I? I mean, doing? he had him over. Skip, you make it seem know. like that was just a bad throw. It like he didn't force it. It's just an airmail. It's just now the second one. This is this is horrible. I I I got off of you nothing. I got nothing for this one. I got nothing. For <laughs> I, this. Know. I got nothing for this I one. Know. I've seen a whole lot of that I got from the quarterback that once upon a time Bruce Allen, then the GM of the Washington Football Team at that point, named nicknamed something else. Mm-hmm called him, actually referred to him as Kurt, C-U-R-T. His yeah. name is Kirk with a K. Yeah. And that was when he was franchise tagged. Or K-U-R-T. Kept, right, right. What are you doing? <laughs> Whatever. He didn't say Kirk. <laughs> yeah, and that's when he was screaming at the media. You like that? Yeah. You like that? Boy, I like those interceptions he threw yesterday, what, and what, I'm going to like them if he throws about, them to my What team. about them tubs? Mm. Would you like that? What about being down by 10 points on the road in Buffalo? Crowd is in a frenzy. It's starting to snow. That defense is starting to heat up. Ed Oliver's getting after you. Vaughn Miller's getting after you. Phillips is getting after you. Milano's making plays. You done got picked twice. And somehow he found it within himself. He said, I've been here before. I've done that. Watch this. I will give you this. Kirk Cousins has found the ultimate lifeline, and he wears number 18. And when in doubt, Kirk Cousins just just throws it somewhere in the vicinity of 18, (laughs) and he goes up and catches it. I don't know how it happens, but it's the same phenomenon that we used to see with Aaron Rodgers and Devontae. It's what Tua is doing now. I just throw it in the direction of Tyreek or Jalen, and they catch it. And all of a sudden, we're going to talk about this later, it looks like two is maybe edged into the MVP lead. Okay, so that's what happens when you finally get a kid who can make you look way yeah. better than, than you deserve well, you, to look. We, we saw what Stephon Diggs did for Josh Allen. Okay. He took off. Okay, you saw what Tyreek did for, for, uh, uh, for Tua? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I saw what Tyreek did for your guy. I can't, you, you still, so how did I got do it now? I think he got another Tyreek. I, I think they just acquired him. Ah, uh, you saw Kadarius Tony. Yeah. You saw him. <laughs> we keep him. We keep him. Okay, here's what I've seen from Justin Jefferson against my Dallas Cowboys in the last two years, 2020 and then 2021. The first day, he, the first game, he this is against Andy Dalton. He, he, he had some impact. He caught three for 86. He had one touchdown. But last year against Cooper Rush, he caught two balls for a grand total of 21 yards against my Dallas Cowboys. So somehow we have the formula, we have the antidote for Justin Jefferson. You, you, you want to bet he catch more than two balls this time? I, well, I would hope you're right about that. You better hope. I, you better hope. No, you better hope. Hope I'm wrong. Well, I'm not going to bet on it because surely he can do better than two for 21 after the display you, you we know, saw I yesterday. You know, I asked you a simple Buffalo. question earlier. Is he better than CD? It's a simple yes he or no. He has been better than CD, but I think CD has a chance to rise and shine because CD's had two big games up there in Minneapolis. He, he likes it. He there. finally had a hundred. You yard like game. that, CD? Yes, I do. I, hold on, no. Yeah. Hold on. First hundred yard game of the year for yes! CD. Yes. Yeah. How many? How many does uh, 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 JJ have? Huh? Plenty. 
So, so far against Dallas, Justin Jefferson has nine targets for five catches and 107 yards. It's, it's not exactly Hall of Fame numbers uh, but, that he's but put skip up. But two games, nine Yeah. Okay, hold on. What was his targets yesterday, targets to Jefferson? Jefferson had 16 targets yesterday, 10 catches, a buck 93 of the tub. Mm. Can I interest you in that? Okay, that's one game. I got two games against Dallas when he's at about half of that production. Two games. Well, skip, nine targets? Huh. I mean, you see, you you one of these guys. Look, I can't make magic all the time. I can't feed 5,000 with two fish and a loaf of bread every day. That's, mm. a, that's a rare occasion well, I can do was, it. There was only one human who ever did that before. Well, you trying to make Justin Jefferson yeah. do things that yeah. is that's inhuman. Okay, so two years ago, would you believe that I, I've got the the old cliche equivalent of two redheaded stepchildren? I got Andy Dalton going up there and beating Kirk Cousins, and then I got Cooper Rush, another redheaded quote unquote stepchild, another backup quarterback, going up there and beating Andy Dalton. I mean, beating Beat Kirk uh, Cousins. Kirk Cousins at Minneapolis the last two years. Would you believe Andy Dalton went up there and won thirty-one to twenty-eight, and then Cooper Rush? Threw a late touchdown pass to Amari Cooper, no longer a Cowboy, to win 20-16 to last year, mid-year, at Minneapolis. Are you believing that? No. So shouldn't Dak Prescott be able to go up there and win as the starting Skip. quarterback? Every year the season starts different. You can't say because such and such did this, therefore such and such should do that. It doesn't work like that in sports. Mm, mm. You know that. Well, I know that the odds makers, as Jen just told you, yeah. they're, they're saying, w- w- no, time out. We, we don't believe in Kirk Cousins because we still think Dallas should be favored by a point and a half at Minnesota. I, I, they did, at Minnesota? They didn't believe in Aaron Rodgers either. Wow. How'd that work out for uh. them? They didn't believe in the Astros. Did old, Masters, just, old Masters Jack. Did you just put Kirk Cousins and Aaron Rodgers in the same sentence? Were they underdogs? I think you just Were they underdogs? By five. Okay, they then were. what happened? Okay, well, Aaron Rodgers happened okay, just then. like I thought. And watch and first I told you I would have taken those watch points five and run with them. I watch five chains yeah. do what he do. Okay, well, is he going to do it? He The, the, the odds makers are saying no, no, no. Dallin Cook. Really? Dalvin Cook, Dalvin Cook might be able to do it. He just might be able to do it. Because you know y'all, ooh. Dalvin that. Cook broke loose for 81 yards with 134 left in the third quarter, and that was the game saver, actually. That saved them because they're down 27 to 10 at that point. Yeah. Without that run, just break away up the sideline, gone, gone, gone. Without that, we're having a different and, okay. conversation. So, so, and so that made it 27-17. Mm-hmm. So Kirk Cousins goes into the fourth quarter down 10. Mm-hmm. And then what did he do? Where's 18? What did he do? Where is 18? Hold on. Oh, he's somewhere over there. I'll throw it over there. Hold on. Hold on. Huh? You didn't have no problem when Troy was throwing to Michael Irvin. No. People didn't have a problem when Joe was throwing to uh, Jerry. Mm-mm. So now all of a sudden it's a problem that Kirk Cousins have a number one receiver oh, no, and he's going to it. Troy threw darts to Michael Irvin. They look like they're actually intended for Michael Irvin. No, don't intended for him. No, he, he, he died there. I he just says, I don't know where he is, but I'm throwing it up there you somewhere. No, he ain't throwing it up there. He ain't just throwing it up there. Don't do that, Skip. He, he wears eight like Troy used to wear eight. That's like you know, disgraceful. Eight to 18. I don't know how they come up with this number, but that's a tub. I like four to 88 over eight to 18. I'll take four Whatever. To 88. Whatever. Yep. I will take it Whatever. this Sunday at Minneapolis. I will will take it. Pat P locked that thing down. Pat well, P got him two picks. He is really but good. But the, the thing about the Vikings, Skip, they've been healthy. Harrison Smith is 33, didn't miss any time. Pat P is 32. Yep. Their linebackers are 30, and they're playing. They got all that going, but in the end, it comes down to the quarterback. And I don't trust Kirk Cousins. You I never tr- trust him because don't, I, don't, I, I, I don't need to trust But him. you don't trust Dak either. You know, I trust Kirk Cousins <laughs> to throw it to us. You trust Dak? Yeah. 
I mean, I mean, I mean, if I go back and listen to you the first segment and then yeah. the other, you don't trust Dak either. What did I propose at the end of the first segment? Maybe we could do, we'll let Dak play for three quarters. We'll let Cooper close. I told you what Cooper Rush is. Mm. He's a guy. Well, all he did was save the season. He's that guy. guy is the guy. It, save yeah. what season? Yeah. I, I trust him more to make big throws than Dak Prescott. Dak, he right can't now. make no big throws. Cooper yep. Rush is a guy. You know that. That's, yep. why he's back. That's why he's on the bench. I, I even think that Dak Prescott can outplay Kirk Cousins because he has too many times. Yeah, we went to Washington. Yep. Kirk Cousins, most overpaid quarterback in the history of football. No man's made – he's stolen money from them. And right now they think he's been a great investment. Right? Well, we'll, we'll see at the end of that contract how he looking. Mm-hmm. Okay. Why are you over there bumping your gloves? Because what did that get you last year? Nothing. Okay, dear. We yep. will see, gentlemen, how the Vikings respond after that emotional big win against the Bills. Respond, it's hard fine. to follow up a performance like skill. that the no, next I week. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Tom Brady. Why was he playing wide receiver yeah, yesterday? You do not want to miss seeing this video. That's yeah. coming up next on Undisputed. <laughs> The Buccaneers ran a trick play with Leonard Fournette taking the direct snap. He threw a pass to Tom Brady, split out wide. Wow, Brady slipped while running the route, though. The pass intercepted by the Seahawks. Shannon, who deserves the most blame for this fiasco? When I saw this play, I said, WTL. <laughs> Byron Leftwich called him bull giant. Come on, Skip. First of all, Tom Brady's 45. How high do you think? Let's just take Tom Brady coming out of the combine. They say Tom Brady's vert measured 24 and a half. 24 and a half, 24.5. That's when he was 22. What the hell you think Tom Brady vert is now after the knee brace, after two, after knee surgeries and 45 years of age? Mm. They're throwing this ball against Tariq Woolen, who's six foot four, one of the tallest cornerbacks in the NFL, who had a 42-inch vertical. <laughs> And Tom Brady gonna have a nerve to tweet about. If I didn't slip, I was that's Randy over the top. He must be talking about Randy Orton off the top rope, because that's how he fell. It's like he fell like he jumped off the top rope. You know good well that man will go catch the ball. We already saw him in the Super Bowl. Drop one. Hit it right in the hand. Didn't hit him right in the hand. Straight it, over that, his it, head. It was a hard catch. Receivers catch those all the time. Well, he's not a receiver. That who, who there it is. That's mm. why he should have had his butt down the field. There you go. I've been waiting for you to say that. No mm. other questions, Yana. Really? That's all you got? <laughs> That's what I wanted you to say. He was, he's not a receiver. Okay. First of all, <laughs> we have to see the first Wildcat play, the, the first time that Leonard Fournette was lined up by himself taking a direct snap in the backfield, it, and it happened about five plays, exactly five plays before the play in question. If we could see the one five plays before, please. Here we go. This is the first one. Is anybody there? Is anybody there? No. Tariq Willen just says, no, I'm not even going to cover him. So he trots to the 50, and he is wide open. There's nobody within 20 yards of him. There's a reason. 20 yards. So if, if you thought you would get that look the first time you set up in this formation, then the play to do is to throw it on the first one. Right. And you should practice the fact that they're not going to cover him. They're not even going to honor him with, with a remotely in, in his ballpark uh, uh, DB. Right. So it, I do believe that Leonard Fournette is capable of catching the snap and taking one step and just lobbing a ball across the field, only halfway across the field to Tom Brady. 
He was drafted by the Montreal Expos when they were the Expos yeah. were in Montreal to play catcher. So I think he's athletic enough that he could catch a ball if he just sort of threw it in his vicinity and he could just stand still with flat-footed and catch the ball. And he could probably run with it, I don't know, 10, 15, 20 yards before he got knocked out of bounds. Yeah. I yep. think I think I feel very comfortable in saying this. Tom Brady might be the least athletic quarterback to ever play the position. Mm. Although he's the GOAT quarterback, he's the least athletic. You know what? He has some of the greatest pocket feet I have ever seen, and I, I study yeah. pocket feet. Yeah. I study okay. He's a ballet dancer. Yes. It takes some athletic ability no. to have that kind of foot movement. Skip. It just does. Skip. But there's something to be said with hand-eye coordination, catching the ball down the field. If now you we see him swing a baseball bat left-handed. Yeah. It's pretty special. We used. It to, looks like it's a home run. We used to, me. to throw footballs to John. John Elway has caught touchdowns mm-hmm. on the halfback pass. They never ran yeah, that he play. He was a high baseball draft pick. He could have played for the Yankees. But they never ran that play for Dan Marino. Mm-hmm. They never ran those plays for Joe Montana. Mm-hmm. There are certain guys you just you understand what he is, who he is. Mm-hmm. Just because you're great at one thing okay. doesn't mean you're going to be great at something else. Okay, so now we get to the play in question five plays <laughs> later, and they're thinking, okay, well, maybe now we could do this. Well, and Brady said after the game, they're all screaming from the sidelines, cover him, cover him. And Tariq Woolen's thinking, "Uh, okay, he's a rookie. So so he's like, okay, I guess I better go out there and cover him. Well, by then, you're you're dead. And then then Leonard Fournette rolls to his right and stops and throws it completely back across the field. And to your point, (laughs) Tariq Woolen is six feet, four inches tall. Well, it's 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 deadly covered. It's it's like no hope covered. And by but, the way, Brady does slip down, but I don't know if you watch closely, but everybody was slipping all over the field. Yeah, Receivers yeah, and running yeah. backs were slipping everywhere. I don't know what kind of turf it was. Obviously they played their their football on Real soccer. soccer. Skip, they probably that probably was new sod. And so probably what they should have had uh, 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 was seven stud cleats. Yep. Everybody likes to wear those molded bottles now yep. because they 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 all they light and it, you know, you look it's good. It's highly possible that that everybody was changing cleats except for Brady because he didn't need to change right. cleats because he's not going to be running up and down the field. And all of a sudden he finds himself running out for a pass. Right. The best thing to happen was him not. Skip, you remember they tried to run that play to Patrick Mahomes, and Patrick Mahomes got hurt. They, they threw it what he did. He got hurt. Okay. And you're like, Andy, what are you doing? Patrick Mahomes throws the football. Tom Brady throws the football. And let's just leave it at that. Okay. So then Brady goes down, and Willen is falling across him. And, and Brady's thinking, well, I got to touch him down because he saw Justin Fields a right. week ago. Was it yeah, against Dallas? Two, yeah, two weeks. Yeah, two weeks ago. Because uh, Dallas come off its bye, uh-huh. and and Justin hopped over um, Michael Parsons, right, and didn't yeah. touch him down. Right. So Brady's thinking, well, I got to touch him down, so I'll just do it with my feet, so I don't risk yeah. trying to <laughs> tackle him with my hands. Yeah. And then he gets called for tripping, and and I don't know, I, I, is it really tripping? He was already stumbling over his leg. He's already stumbling. He was already going down. I, I don't know. Do you really want to do insult to injury? And they do. They Brady, say, yeah, you're tripping. Brady, Brady, had, Skip, Brady had, zero chance, had zero chance. I don't think a, a guy with a 24-inch vert is going to sky over a guy. No. Randy was able to do that because Randy was 6'4 and had a 40-plus-inch vert. So, yeah, he mossed guy. Okay. Brady ain't mossing anybody, Skip. Okay. 
So my biggest problem with the play <laughs> is it's 634 to go in the third quarter, and it's it's 14 to 3, but it's only 14 to 3, and all of a sudden you're giving the ball back. Skip, you're moving the ball. I, yeah, I, I don't know. You're moving it up and down <laughs> the field. Like, what, what are you doing? And that's when Devin White kind of saved the day because Geno had it all the way down second and goal at the nine going in, and Devin White stripped him. Yeah. Devin White had a huge yeah, game. Yeah, an unbelievable game yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, you know good and well, like you said. The first time they run it, but Skip, the thing is, is that when you're running the play, you're not anticipating that he's going to be that wide open. So you're not saying, hey, now that's what they tell the quarterback, hey, take a peek over there. If he's open, just raise up and throw him the ball. Yeah. You're not telling Leonard Fournette, no. if Tom Brady's uncovered, take a peek, and if he's open, throw him the football. Yeah, and, and Lenny <laughs> runs it for like two yards, and it was like ho-hum. Well, to your point, you're moving up and down the field. You're about to go up 21-3. to three. Yeah. You're running the ball and throwing the ball, and it's a nice mix that you got going. Why would you even think about doing this? And the Your and, point is what? And the thing is, guess what? see what happens? Slip. Non-contact. On, on a field like that, you see. Now, what's going to happen if something unforeseen, glad it didn't happen, Brady tweaks a knee, doing some bull job like that? Could happen. It could happen. It's not worth it. <laughs> and the Glazers might fire. Everybody, everybody on the offensive staff might get fired. <laughs> they just might. <laughs> Man, you I, don't, I don't know what the point. Do you want to introduce it so somebody has to actually game plan for it? I would see, let's just say for the sake of argument, you don't like the three or four yard line. You want some, something creepy. Sure. You know, you plant, you know, no, I, I you throw it. him the ball and then Brady all of a sudden pretend like he's, and then takes off. Not that far down the field. Uh-uh. Like, I get it. If you want to give Leonard Fournette a head of steam on fourth and goal from the one, I, I got it. Just snap it right to him. But I, I, don't, I don't know what the method to the madness is here. And then to your point, in the end, Leftwich calls it again only because he thinks, I'm going to get a touchdown pass to Tom Brady. Well, the game's still hanging in the balance against a really dangerous hot yeah, team. I think, I, I think Tom, Tom probably looked at that. didn't cover me. If we call it again, Maybe. it might be open. Maybe. Because <laughs> that's what – I mean, it's just like a, a, any other place, Skip. You know, we go – hey, John, I was wide open on that one. Okay, we're going to call it again, same. And if you don't – hey, get open, I'm, I'm going to throw it to you. I, I'm sure he did go to Byron and say, <laughs> hey, I mean, I can catch it and stand flat-footed and catch it and run with it. Maybe – I don't know how far he could go. <laughs> well, he wouldn't have had to go that far. The other one, I don't care. Woolen would have ran him down. Oh, on the Willen. first one, yeah. oh, he definitely would have ran him down, Skip. Yeah. On the one where he's wide open. Yeah, the one he's wide open. Woolen would have ran him down, Skip. Could you have made 20 yards on the play? Maybe. I hope he could have made Maybe. 20 yards because he's already 10 yards down the field. Yeah. I hope he can get another 10. I, I think he actually runs better now than he did when he was 22. I don't, Seriously. I was having my doubts who was faster, him or Matt Ryan. But after seeing Matt Ryan take off against the Raiders yesterday, I think Matt Ryan might outrun Tom. Maybe, but he's a lot <laughs> younger, right? I think he might get his skill. Hey, but, Skip, now you know how slow Matt Ryan is. Yeah. <laughs> but I think he might get Tom in the 40. Maybe. That's I, what he need to have to the Pro Bowl. Yeah, I'd, I'd Bra- pay to watch that. Bra- bring Tom Brady and Matt yeah. Ryan in the 40. Okay. <laughs> I'd watch it. Wouldn't you? I would. Yeah, you would. I would. For sure. But he uh, looks so endless. Let's give me the man slip. Mm. He's just the goat of your sport. He's the he, greatest football player ever. He's the greatest quarterback. He's not. He's not skilled. You know good well. Do you actually think he was gonna catch that ball? If let me, let's just say not this. that ball. If he if he stands up, if he doesn't slip, you think he'd go catch that ball over Woolen? No, but if he's all <laughs> alone, I believe he could catch the ball and walk with. He it. was all alone against in the Super Bowl. 
That went straight over his head. It was a hard catch. It'd be a hard catch for Shannon. No, it would. Yes, it would. That's what receivers do. We, we got to leave ball. this one here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> We're done with this one now. Up next for the Bucks, they go up to Cleveland, and then the Saints come to Tampa. All right, Skip, does your Cowboys schedule just get harder and harder from here on out? We'll dive into that one up next. The 6-3 and three Cowboys will take on the 8-1 and one Vikings this Sunday after coming off a 31-28 OT loss to the Packers yesterday. While Kirk Cousins and company are coming off a wild overtime win against the Bills. The Cowboys then take on a division rival, the 7-2 and two Giants, on Thanksgiving Day on Fox. Shannon, scale of 1 to 10, how much trouble are the Cowboys in? Well, if you're saying trouble as in not making the playoff, I think they're in zero trouble. Uh... Trying wow. to win the division? No, I, I think yeah, I think they're going to make the playoff skip. I mean, I, I, I've seen their, their their schedule, and they should win, be able to win four or five of these games. Eleven wins are going to get somebody. Remember, the Giants have Detroit at home, mm-hmm. so you would think they would win that. Although yeah. Detroit's dangerous on offense, yeah. obviously, and they outgun. But see, the, the, the thing is, because the NFC West is so bad, only one team, I believe, will get in out of that division. Only one team out of the NFC South. So, theoretically, you could get, get three, three teams. Well, it may require that because they're yeah. going to come to Dallas, the Giants, eight and two. So, now, go ahead. You guys are going to have to do something about that run defense because you got the Giants on a couple. You got Dalvin Cook starting Sunday. Then you get uh, Saquon. Then you got Jonathan Taylor seemed to have gotten new life in his legs. Damian Pierce, Skip, that guy from the Houston, Texas, he runs he's hard. A banger. I, Skip, I know Texas, they're not on but no, I watch no, it. He, he is a banger yes. baller. You got Derrick Henry of the Titans, and that doesn't even include, include the Eagles with Jalen Hurts and, 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 those, they, they and Sanders all can running. Run the hell out. So yep. you got your work cut out for yep. you as far as running. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know how well these teams offensively can keep up with what Dallas have now. Turn the ball over all best arms, Skip. But look, the blueprint for to beat the Cowboys is there. Run the football. Because they're going to get at your quarterback. And the more times you throw it, the more times you expose your quarterbacks to being hit. And when he gets hit enough, ball's going to come out. Mm. We saw Aaron Jones run the ball 24 times for 138 yards. We saw what the Bears were able to do. Now, some of that was Justin Fields. But those three backs they had, Skip, they ran the ball 243 yards. So they can run 240 yards. So they can run the football. And that's what Dallas has been Dallas's weakness. Number one in pass, uh, pass rush run, run rate. But when it comes to stopping the run, I don't know if it's gap integrity. I don't know if it's guys missing assignment, guys are in somebody else's gap, whatever the case may be. Teams have seemed to say, you know what, we can run the ball on this team. Yeah. And you guys, you guys better fix that. Because if you don't, if you do make the playoffs, it will be one and done, which I believe it's going to be anyway. Hmm. But you think we will make the playoffs? Yes, but yes. It's going to be a road playoff game right out of the box. Yes, as in road wild card. All you want to do is get in because right. we saw what 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 Tampa they Tampa got in. They did, and that's all you need to do. Let me just get in, and then I'll go from there. Okay, so I've spent this show licking my wounds. I, I I spent last night trying to sleep off a little bit of my anger and my depression and my despair over what I saw because I saw glaring weaknesses exposed at Green Bay. Yeah. Horrifying. Because, to your point, we're 29th in stopping the run, and they ran all over They're only 32 teams. Yeah, they're only 32 teams. My quarterback has repeatedly come up small in big moments, and he came up smaller than usual in the fourth quarter and overtime yesterday. 
in my humble estimation, and that horrifies me. But our season is still right before us because we do get to go to Kirk Cousins, and then we get to play the Giants on Thanksgiving. Right, and you do get the Eagles in your building. We get the Eagles in our building on Christmas Eve when I've told you already I believe my team will give me an early Christmas present. But now the intensity must ratchet up. Because now you need to start playing what I call good scared, where you play scared, where you're, you're like, uh-oh, if we don't come out. Because to me, stopping the run in the end, it, it can be about heart as well as, as yeah. talent. It can just be like guts. Like, tricky like, yeah, like, like hey, you, you're just not going to blow us off the ball yeah. today. We're, we're going to stand our ground. We're going to hold that line, as they say. And all of our gap controls, we're going to control the yeah. gaps. And I've seen them rise and shine in that regard here and there, but not enough because we're 29th against the run. Correct. And yet, my two backup quarterbacks, back-to-back years, went up and, and beat Kirk Cousins at, at Minnesota. So I'm thinking, okay, Dak should be able to do this. I told you about Cooper Rush. The best thing, I was fine to go back to Dak because he's earned the right to get his job back and show you what he's made of. But Cooper Rush set the bar much higher than it had been set because back last year, when Dak, remember, we were six and two last year, and here came your Denver Broncos, and it was thirty to nothing after three quarters, and we lost thirty to what was it, sixteen? One year anniversary. Okay, one year right anniversary. On okay, there you go. And then we go up to <laughs> Kansas City and we lose nineteen to nine, and Dak has the ball twelve times and scores three field goals, and I was just. Like, what, what was that? And then Thanksgiving came a year ago, and Derek Carr comes in, and they beat us in overtime. Where was you? What, 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 Dak, where are you? What, who are you? What, what, what's going on with you? And then Kyler came late in the year. They're, they're really struggling now. They, they won yesterday with Colt McCoy. So, so again, we should have won that game. at the bottom game. of the barrel. They're at the bottom of the barrel. We should have won that game late last year, and we didn't win that game. Kyler just came in and just – Toyed with us, just dominated. But us. but Skip, I mean, okay. the running defense has been you guys' problem for okay. a minute. All right. Because remember, you got ran off the field a couple of years ago. Uh, uh, who was it? Cleveland ran for a bunch of yards, okay, and, and, that was, that was and Arizona ran for a bunch of bad old days. And they, Skip, it's, 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 now it's, they're coming back. <laughs> these are the bad old days. I got it. Because the 49ers came in and ran us off the yes! field in a playoff game just yes! last year. So we were six and two, and we fell apart. Well. I, I thought we would lose one of these two road games before the year, and I, I actually thought it was going to be Green Bay to start with, but I didn't think Green Bay was going to lose five straight games Correct. and Aaron Rodgers is going to be pushed out of town. Correct. Right? And yet we, we lost a game yesterday that, as you said, we should have won the game. We're, we're favored by five, and we're just we're better yeah, than better they are, and we showed we were better. We're up 28 to 14. Okay, well, what is that all about? Well, it's glaring weaknesses, but – you still have a chance to right the wrong. You can go up and beat Minnesota, and then you can turn it right around the way the great old Cowboy teams did. It's huge to have that Thanksgiving game grandfathered in because if you can win it, if you could win two in a row, then you get, get to go to a mini 10-day bye mm-hmm. to get ready for the stretch run. It's yeah. perfect. Yep. I still don't know how they're grandfathered into playing every Thanksgiving, but because you know nobody really nobody wanted to play, but nobody, the Cowboys and Detroit. To, but but now, <laughs> but now they want now, they now everybody sudden, they, wants they to play. They're like no nah, Cowboys. But, but America eats Thanksgiving lunch or dinner, however you want to call it, Thanksgiving dinner, and sits back on its tryptophan to watch its Dallas Cowboys play football. Yeah, it's yeah. just the American tradition, yeah. and now you can't get them out of there, no. right? Yeah. Okay. And as bad as Detroit, because give you know as bad as Detroit is. 
they're, they're really grand, grandfathered in because I think they started playing like in the 30s on Thanksgiving, been playing for so long on Thanksgiving. Okay. So I'm still going to hang in. We're going to talk about Micah in a few minutes, but we we have to fix some things on the fly that, that <laughs> come down to just guts and desire and want to. And, and, and again, the quarterback's going to have to play better. He can't go on the road. Next, he can't go up to Minnesota and throw two picks. Skip, I gave half. you 14 points lead. Mm. Yep. Now, you told me that, that everybody was talking about this defense and how historically great they were thinking about it and they wanted to be. Okay. It's funny. You, you talk about all their glaring weaknesses, and then you say they got no issues. The, 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 the only glaring issue that they have is running the, the stopping the run. I think they skip pass defense because the front four can get after you. They, their front seven, they come, and they, got, they get really exotic. The safeties okay. will come get you. Right. A curse ended up getting the ball yesterday on the sack, I mean, on the fumble. He did. Bottom line for me is these next two games are huge for Dak Prescott. Well, you probably need to I, go I need him, huh? You I, need to go I need him. I need him to rise up and say, I got this. I'm going to live up to my contract. I'm going to live up to all those national TV commercials. I'm going to get up off my sleep number bed, and I'm going to pull my head out, and I'm going to play better <laughs> than Kirk Cousins. That's yeah. what's going to happen. Well, because if you you need both of these games because you can't afford to lose one no. and then have the Eagles go 2-0. Because now, all intents and purposes, you got to what about six, well, six games it, left, and you got to try to make up. At some point, you're gonna have to worry about be worried about just making the playoffs. You're wild card. I, 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 don't, I don't see Skip. You saw it, the NFC. Not, Skip, you see the NFC West. No done deal. You see the NFC West. Well, I guess so. You think I, they get, you think they get two teams out of that division? Position is always oh, fun maybe. to watch. Yeah, I guess. All right, speaking of your Cowboys, home. Skip. You guys think Micah Parsons got used the wrong way against the Packers? We'll unpack that in just a moment. Micah Parsons failed to register a sack or a pressure on Aaron Rodgers in the Cowboys' loss to the Packers yesterday. Parsons lined up for 10 snaps on the edge, 47 as a linebacker. Shannon, is mm, he being used right? What's going on here? Well, I thought the Packers did a great job of scheming him and keeping him in space. Obviously, he's a different player, Skip, as, as uh, being at the line of scrimmage as opposed to being in space. Makes his mind race a lot more. Uh, am I hooked to flat? Do I take the back? Do I have him man? Am I going up the scene? Well, I mean, what, what do I have? As opposed to when he's on the line of scrimmage, he's coming to hunt your quarterback. And I thought the Packers had a game plan, stuck to the game plan, even when they got down 14 points, they said, we're going to run the football. And the one way to keep Michael Parsons and that pass rush neutralized is that to put the ball in the belly of Aaron Jones and Dylan. And when you can't get the quarterback hit, they did a great job of that. And you mentioned Michael had zero quarterback pressures, zero hits, and on just eight rushes. This is first career game with no pressures. So I thought the Packers did a great job. Um, and, 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 and maybe they could have used him a little bit more in space. But now you're going to say, so if they line him up the line of scrimmage, they put him at defensive end, is he going to shut that run off? Because you look at what they're attacking. They were attacking the edges. And then on one run, Jones starts one way, comes all the way back, got a key block by Aaron. Rogers stuck his shoulder. They got him a good block, mm. got him a few extra yards. Look, Skip, throughout the course of his career, he's going to have a bad game here or there. The really great ones bounce back from those bad games. I can assure you, LT, Reggie White, no matter who the great defensive player you want to think of, has had a bad game. He had a bad game yesterday. It's not his first. It will not be his last. But I think we need to give Green Bay some credit here mm -hmm. because we're saying all this and DQ didn't scheme him right and Michael Parsons didn't. 
Well, then, you know, he was playing against somebody. Mm. That was another team on the other side. Give them some credit, too, now. Shannon, he didn't have a bad game. He had a non-game. I have first guessed and first guessed and first guessed this some more. Yesterday, I was driven out of my mind as I watched 11 from heaven line up again and again and again at linebacker. I did not know until this morning ahead of the show that, wait a second, he only got 10 snaps on the edge? Mm -hmm. 10 snaps? He's the best edge rusher in football. He's the driving force of that defense. He is my Omica. They go as he goes rushing the passer, not defending the pass. But here's the thing, though, Skip. How many? Let me ask you a question. Aaron Rodgers threw the ball 20 times. So how many rushes, how many snaps do you think in 20 snaps that you think he's going to actually rush the quarterback? I, I need 20 out of 20. That ain't I happening. Need, That's well, never going to happen. Why not? Because it's no. It's just who he is. It's no, what he does. Go look at anybody. I guarantee you, T.J. Watt has not rushed the quarterback every time the quarterback is dropped back. Miles Gay, there's no possible way, Skip. You can't do that. So I get it. But let me ask you a question. So what about the run? You just talk about tagging the quarterback. He's allowed to tackle the running back. He's allowed to stop Dylan and Aaron Jones okay. from getting five, six, eight yards a carry. He is who you are. It is insane the way they're using him. They're, it's wrongheaded. They're outthinking themselves. This is Dan Quinn trying to repolish his assistant coach of the year, defensive coordinator genius, and it is driving me crazy because it's losing football games. And you made the point, well, Anthony Barr was out. So what? So activate Jabril Cox out of LSU, by the way, of North Dakota I State. Want my best Put somebody 11. else I want my there. best 11 on the field. Your, your best 11 is number 11 on the edge. That, that's who the 11 should be. I, I, I am out of my mind over this because it cost the football game yesterday. You, you have to, to, to show of – it's like show of force. You have to line him up over there, and you can move him all over. I don't care. You can put him A gap, B gap, right, right edge, left edge, wherever you want to line him okay. up. Okay. He should be rushing the passer. I told you Friday, it's, it's like Patrick Mahomes. Oh, you're down two tight ends and Kelsey can't go. Mahomes is really athletic. He can really catch the ball. Let's play him at tight end today. No, he's a really good quarterback. He's arguably the best quarterback in football. You can't play him at tight end. That's the equivalent of what they're doing. Every time Whoa. I looked up, it's, it's 11 from heaven is drifting back into coverage. He's 20 yards downfield, and I'm saying, what are you doing? Just last week, you was over there crowing about Michael Parsons could play every, every position on the football field. No, I wasn't. The, the assistant coach no, no, but you But you agree with it. Well, I mean, he's, that just shows you how great he is. Okay, well, but then, I also told you there's only one position he should be playing, which is edge rusher. Skip. No one can rush the passer the way he can. Skip. You have to give him every rep possible to get after. What about what, what, what did you say on Friday? Oh, he'll drop Aaron Rodgers a couple of times, yeah. right? He didn't even touch him. Well, I didn't, I didn't expect Aaron Rodgers to only throw the ball 20 times, and he didn't give him a whole lot of time because the ball was coming out really quick. But, you know, Skip, you're allowed to, you know, Tackle the guy. I mean, what about that running defense? He's a part of that. That 29th rush defense, Michael Parsons on it. He is. I'll take him rushing the passer, and I'll put up with him stopping the run. That's what I will do. Okay. Yep. Okay, you say that now. He, he is the, the essence of who they are on defense. 47 times. I'm going to jump in here, guys, because we've got some news out of Carolina this morning, Skip, that I know you're going to want to talk about. Baker back under center. That's coming up next on Undisputed. So moments of 
go. Panthers head coach Steve Wilkes announcing Baker Mayfield will indeed be starting this Sunday at the Ravens with P.J. Walker being out because of that high ankle sprain. Shannon, are you surprised Baker's starting? Well, I mean, uh, there goes Skip Theory that the reason he wasn't playing because they didn't want him to get those incentives. But I think P.J. I didn't, no, I, well, I mean, that draft pick is going to go from a fifth down to a fourth if he goes over 70%. Well, he's, he's about, about to. He's about to. I think the thing is, Skip, is that I didn't know P.J. Walker was even hurt. I didn't either. So so that's that's news. I, I think that's news to everyone. Um, this is what Baker, Baker is the guy. In five games started this season, his QBR is dead last in the league. His completion percentage is dead last in the league. His 186 passing yards per game is 30th in the league. A guy, a guy, a guy. That's huh. what these numbers say. Huh. A guy, a guy, I got some a guy. Different numbers. Go ahead. You. Go ahead. 2018, home, home game against Baltimore. He beat Baltimore by throwing for 342 yards against Lamar. And what about in 2022? Three, how about 2019 at Baltimore? And that's this game is at Baltimore. Would you believe that Baker won the game by going 20 of 30 for 342 yards more? Would you believe he did beat Baltimore last year at home, 24 to 22, only threw for 190, but he was 22 of 32. Wow. Hey, yeah, people at home, wow. in 2018, I was huh. 50 years old. Huh. In 2019, wow. I was 51 years old. He's it's, it's just 20... a guy, says Shannon just Sharp, but he did that, and he did that, well, and he question. did that. I said, but here's the thing. Whoa. This is what I don't get with you. I saw huh. Mark Sanchez huh. take a team to two AFC championship games. Yeah, I, I never saw him throw for 342 in any of those games. He was the ultimate game manager. Baker lit up Baltimore, Skip. and it sounds like, what feels about... like they didn't want to throw P.J., poor little P.J., to the Wolves in what? Baltimore. They're going to let Baker what, So what it. about 2022? Mm. What about, okay, how about go back to 2021? How are they in 2021? You going back to 18, 19. No. Let's talk about right now. I'm just going back to his history, his recent history against Baltimore. Skip. 342, 342. So what's 2022? So what what about his last five games? Well, how about the opener this year? Fourth quarter, he throws for 155, and they got robbed. He lost. Two calls cost him a game. He put them in. He lost. Should have won. Took a 56-yard field goal. This is how how you know he's in trouble. He can't give you anything current. He got to go back in the okay, let's, The last time I saw him was just a couple of weeks back, and it was mop-up at Cincinnati. But, but these look pretty good to me if we could see what happened. He threw for 155 in the second half. Here's Baker Mayfield. He's just a guy. Oh, wait, that's a touchdown. Skip. Oh, wait, there's another oh, touchdown. Oh, wow. Who knew oh, a quarterback could throw a touchdown huh, in the NFL? Interesting. Oh, wait, wow. that, that's a touchdown again. Huh. 155. Oh, there, there's another touchdown. That's interesting. Nice grab. But when Baker, Baker the, Mayfield. When Boy, Baker I, entered I the game, know. what was Ooh. the score? When Ooh. Baker entered the game, what was the score? It was a wipeout at okay, halftime, then. but, but so boy, in other he words, lit him in other, up. In other words, you believe he drove him to 21 second half points? Mop-up duty. Yikes. So in other words, somebody has spilled, uh, made a mess. And it sounds like Sam Darnold is down and gone and forgotten. Where they're not even going to give. I thought he would give him a shot to live up to the 19 million they owe him, and they gave a two, a four, and a six. It's it might be the worst deal in the history of quarterback trades. So the Sam Darnold, way is, to go! Is Baker, That's the guy you said is, should go number one in that draft. Hold on. All things, one? all things being equal, Lamar huh. Jackson or Josh Allen should have been number one. Huh. But you won't admit that. See, huh. you want everybody to admit about uh, uh, Sam Darnold. Baker's what about, not done yet. The, skip. All, all that matters is you versus me. And you said Sam Darnold. I said Baker Mayfield. Okay, well, I me, beat you. Okay, give me 2022. I beat you. Give me 2022. Yeah. Don't go back to 2018. Well, Sam Darnold's out of the league now. 2022. He's out of the league. He's on, he's on the team. Done. He's on the team. He's going to get a shot. They're going to say, we got a better shot with Baker 20. Mayfield at Baltimore than we do with P.J. Walker. QBR and they do. Every time 
time, I, one time, Whew. I want you to bring up something that's not revisionist history, oh, Baker. It's not Let's revisionist. It's recent. It's just two years ago. Two years he threw, ago? He threw for 342 Do you realize how much the Baltimore. world has changed in two years? Do you know how much the Shannon, NFL has changed? I got changed you to again. You know, this is just a you, guy. I got, got a guy. I got. I got. We got to go. Thank you. This got your blood boiling. I, I love got. it. Up next, though, does Tua deserve the MVP? Skip and Shannon debate that when we return. <laughs> All right, Tua threw for 285 yards and three touchdowns in the Dolphins' 39-17 win versus the Browns yesterday. Shannon, did Tua take the MVP lead as well yesterday? I still believe it's Mahomes to lose. Or lose. Mm. He's leading the league in passing touchdowns. He's mm. almost at 3,000 yards. He's leading the league at passing yards at 326 yards a game. Mm. But Tua has played himself over the last couple of weeks, and I tweeted. Mm. At some point in time, you got to have to put him in the MVP discussion. Mm. But I think, if, I, I think right now it's Mahomes is in the lead. Mm. Tua underthrows more big completions than any quarterback <laughs> in history that I, I can ever remember. I still give Jalen Hurts a slight edge in MVP because he has imposed his will, his personality, his nature, his work ethic on that entire franchise, and he will showcase his talents tonight on Monday Night Football. Skip, I think when it's all said and done, it's still a stat award. It's going to be hard. Uh, Mahomes gets 53, 55, 50, 5,600 yards and 50 touchdowns. Mm. And he's a number one seed in the AFC, although he might not be, be be undefeated or he might not have a better record than Hurts. It's going to be awful hard for the voters to overlook that, Skip. Mm. Mahomes lost at Indy. Skip. Indy? Skip. Thanks. So unless you go undefeated, mm. you can't be the MVP? Well, speaking of 17 and 0, is it possible the Eagles are going to have that number to stand up for Jalen Hurts? And if Brady hadn't had those astronomical numbers, mm -hmm. he wouldn't have won the MVP. You got to remember now, at 17 and 0, he was still 50 touchdowns, eight interceptions. Mm. If Jay skipped 25 touchdowns, well, two is right on his tail. I think two has 18. Yep. That's seven touchdowns, but he's 700 passing yards behind him. Okay, but he's won every game with the start. We got to go, guys. Great stuff this morning. Love all the insight. We'll be back tomorrow morning.